0: No, oh, it's good. Okay, we're all good. We're recording. She always does that. So I was, I was, we're talking anyway. <laughs> right. So normally I just start the show with just us rambling on, shooting the shit, whatever, and then I have the super comes up and that's it. So uh, why are you guys all looking at me? Welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love the new space. This you like? Right? Oh, that's really right. Because only Phil's seen this space. Really here. looks good. And
0: yeah, uh, nice. yeah it kind of looks like a legitimate. Uh, you know, not bad for a hard hat. Started something about just talking about construction. That's all we do is talk about construction, right? So welcome. Welcome,
2: everybody. Thank Thank you, boys. Good to see everybody. I know it's been a
0: while, and and I want to congratulate Will, because technically speaking, you're at fault for everybody having to sing. And I got so many people coming. He's the one that did Frank Sinatra. Yeah. He did it, and he belted out, and we are all like, all right, we're going to stick with something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone that's reluctant about singing, Sweet. you have Will Ganel to have the thanks <laughs> for. <baseball. laughs> right? So Will, welcome go. to the show. Well, it's been a while. Like I think it was like show number it eight or digits, nine. Yeah, yeah, eight or, yeah, nine or yeah, something like that. Way back. Early, five early plus while. years,
3: right? It's been a while for sure. So
0: Will Ganel, Will Ganel Holmes is here. Yes. Uh, any website information you want to share? Still the same. Ganelhomes.com, yeah.
3: That's it. Email? Will at Ganelhomes.com.
0: That's it. Instagram is uh, Holmes.
3: Uh, so actually, I think I changed it to developments. If I remember developments, probably. that's right. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we'll get into it because you're yeah. stateside, Canada side, yes. uh, yeah. in the moon, like stuff yep. like that all over the Pretty place, much. right? yeah. And then next you, <laughs> you got Mike. Mike Campbell's back from Integra. Thanks for having me. Man, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you since uh, way before we started doing video. Yeah, talking a lot on the phone, though, from time to time. All the time. Phone's always available. Whatever the dangerous thing I did about putting my number out on all the show notes, and it's great. (laughs) It's (laughs) wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. You need a second phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't need two phones, man. But yeah, Mike, welcome to the... It's great to have you
1: back. Thank
4: you.
0: And the information again? It's uh,
4: Mike at ibbg.ca, Integral Building Group. Instagram is uh,
1: at IntegraBell. Awesome.
0: And next to you, we have Ty. Welcome, welcome. Thank you
1: for having me back. Oh, thank you Great for having Great studio. Back. Love the space. Nice to meet some gentlemen. And <clears throat> met Phil before, and we've yep. chatted with him quite a bit. Have you met Will and Mike? I have not met these no, two guys. Chatted, follow, follow chatted some Chatted. their. at all. Th- songs. Oh, well, you know, maybe we've uh, linked up to the message online somehow yeah. through IG, but okay. uh, definitely chatted with Phil over the last year and a bit, and... Wanted to bring him some baseball bats when he got broken into a little bit
5: ago. And oh, I saw. I that. was I ready. That I know that was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah. yeah Did I they ever find? Him. They never found. We we caught one. We had one arrested. Wow. Oh, good. Yeah. For yeah.
0: Good for you. So he's going to get let go now and just be getting dropped. Canada's catch and release program. Yeah. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, it. I love Canada.
2: <laughs>
1: so your information, Ty. Uh, Ty Nickel, uh, Nickel General Contracting. Uh, it's nickel underscore general at ig, and then Ty at built by NGC. Perfect, man. Thank you. Yeah. And
0: then we have Phil. Phil's back. Thanks for having Heavy me. Heavy duty, man. Yeah. Good to see you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Love Why does being everybody me? got a lovely tan going on here? Like, what's going on? Outdoor work. <laughs> yeah, outdoor, <laughs> work, <laughs> outdoor work. Yeah, outdoor work. Outdoor
1: work. Is this a <laughs> farmer's <laughs> tan? <laughs> farmer's yeah, tan. Don't, yeah. don't, don't ask others. us to raise our <laughs> <laughs> sleeves.
0: Barbecue season, everything. Yeah, So welcome back, Phil. And the deets again?
5: Heavy at heavydutyhomes.com. And Instagram's at heavydutyhomesinc.com.
0: And you're a brand new daddy this year.
5: Yeah, you have yeah. Uh, oh, one congrats. year old. Thank congrats. you. Thank you. Thank
0: yeah. you. Any, anybody else? Anybody know? Anybody having a. <laughs>
1: three and done. <laughs> Got the vasectomy <laughs> uh, <laughs> six <laughs> months ago. Yeah. So I'm, I'm done. Four yeah. years? Five in years. In years, years
3: Manny, yeah. I hope this may be cut out. I don't know. But in it. the military, when that question was asked, we used to say, at least none that speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> english is not
0: my like nah we're the minority who gives a shit good, uh, good. welcome everybody welcome this is a show that i've been itching on this has actually been the reason why i want to start doing the round because i definitely think that there's a wealth of knowledge here at this table i'm pointing at you guys i'm just a facilitator that's all i am right and and i think that the kids of the construction Are going to be listening to this and and seriously taking notes if you guys are not taking notes on this show then you're making a huge mistake because there's a lot to learn and uh, i do want to do a little shout out to connect team who's our sponsor on the show here and shouting out their great app you guys check it out Uh, the link and everything is in the, the show notes and they actually have a free program that you can start off with uh i think it's like less than 10 employees at a time or whatever and that's completely free to try it out if you have a bigger business then by all means they have a monthly service but good guys good program good everything This is a podcast about, uh, this roundtable is about GCing. We know what the life of a GC is all about. And I definitely want to start off with what was being expressed off mic just as we got started. How I don't think there's a GC out there that has not been burned by not having payment fulfilled on a job for whatever reason. And I've spoken highly on this show that... As a GC, our objective is actually to finish a project that we promised to everybody. Like, that's what we want mm-hmm. to do. We wanted to get to the finish line to prove our skills, deliver our crew, our product, our quality. And then that's taken away from us. Okay. And, and and I mean, and Phil, if you want to share what you do, which is which we all found out really fascinating, because I definitely going to get into how you've already shared on the show before, how you handle certain things, how Ty, you've already handled certain things about the post-dated yeah. checks, which I absolutely love. And I share that with Mike. I as love well, that. Too. Yeah, that was so, so there's good. lots of great ideas here. So Phil, if you want to just let us know a little bit about how you handle a situation where a client, it just payment stops, basically.
5: Sure. Of course. Uh, I know I chatted a bit about Mike and you can have. As many contracts in, in place as you want but if you know they're only as strong as the person enforcing them so obviously you build relationships with your clients and this and that and you, you don't want to you know revoke or, or um, implement a, a stop work order if somebody's not making their payments uh, because you have this relationship so what i do is i try to make myself hands off at that point we send out as many reminders as we can all through correspondence track uh, how far they're behind to send out a weekly reminder and then at some point I'll have to ask one of my office staff or my project manager, listen, send the email, um, apply the stop work order policy, and uh, usually that'll kind of either heat, heat up the client right away, it, it'll stir something, but you won't get those, those crickets that you've been getting for the last four, or five, six weeks that you've been trying to remind them that, listen, you're out of money and, and their next installment's due, you can no longer work at this point, and it's going to cause delays. Anybody's going to get upset when they hear that but it's the ball's in their court as long as you do all your paperwork and put as much information in your in your contracts and have them initial the clauses from the beginning <clears throat> like we have a clause that they have to initial beside that pertains to that element only among all the other pages so it's no you've read this you understand that this is how much time this is how many reminders you're given once we hit that this is what we're going to do and there's really no going back from there but you don't want it to get to that point. Obviously not. We want to work efficiently. We want yes. to hit our deadlines uh, not have delays. We don't want to have these, these incidents with clients. Sometimes they just don't have the money. And that's where the relationship starts to get entangled. But this isn't about a relationship. This is still a professional work environment between you, the client, and the project. So it needs to be handled properly. You can't take a beating and you can't be funding things for free as a GC. Maybe when the economy is really good and you, you have 10 other jobs on the go, And you want to be nice to somebody, you can pull some money from other areas and say, listen, I got the project on the go, go deal with what you got to deal with. But that's up to you and the client and your financial position if you want to take that kind of risk. Right now, what I'm seeing is that risk is not, it's not easy to assess. Like you can take that beating. You'll take one on the chin. Because there's not workflow like there was.
0: What I like about that scenario is that you're taking the emotion out of the equation. You've yeah. sold the project on emotion and your deliverables and your quality. So you, you are that face of the business and you're bringing all that presentation to that. Yep. But the moment that this is a reminder it's a business transaction, then guess what? I'm not your friend anymore. We need to resolve this business transaction. That's, so that's why I like that you've taken out the emotion and you're letting somebody else, whether somebody in a company can find somebody that's either in the company or somebody that maybe handles this professionally. Right. That they can come in, You, for lack of a better word, call in a cleaner. Yeah. They're the ones that come mm-hmm. in and yep. they take care of this. That's their only focus. They yep. know how to mediate and work and, and understand the clients and the position I know that. And I know that I've mentioned it to you, Mike, when we've chatted a few times on the phone is that there's a perfect storm going on here. I'm sure it's not as bad as in the States. You guys probably might think that it is or isn't because you're in the States now as well. And, and will, you've also been in the States as well. And, um, but I think Canada, the way things are set up and our bank rate is going up and I I think people are overspent and they're not realizing how expensive things are are going and getting Mm -hmm. they haven't um, set aside the right amount of money for the projects but they still want the projects to be completed. under budgeted, yeah. yeah okay. And they also realize that they definitely have to pay their mortgage, otherwise they lose their house. If they don't pay their line of credit, then they're going to lose their house or whatever's attached to that line of credit. So low on the totem pole is the contractor who's done all the work. Mm-hmm. And
5: they can burn that bridge. And, and you keep up with your milestones. And, you know, it may not necessarily be their fault. Maybe they signed the project on a pre-approval and then interest True. rates hike, and now they're upside down in the middle of the project. So they're scrambling on their and They don't mean to... St- screw you over but it can happen but you also have to protect yourself
3: and i if i I can piggyback on that because um for those we had a conversation prior to that and phil had a wealth of information and one of the things was about um obviously being burnt on the job but walking off a job yeah and one of the things that phil did very smartly is having that clause and i just want to Phil, if it's okay i just Mm want to clarify that you know we're not necessarily promoting walking off a job nope. because you lose a lot of your protections. And one of the mm-hmm. things that Phil did very smartly is in his contract, he included that clause with certain uh, parameters and certain deadlines that he would have to meet in his side to make sure that he's protected right. before um, any stop work order sort of happens. And, um, and even before he actually initiates any further uh, implications, he was sent it to an outside, and I'm I'm totally speaking on your behalf, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sent it to an outside agency to make sure that all the milestones were kind of hit before um, any legal repercussions would happen at yep. that point.
5: And then we still give them a buffer. That's correct. So the final warning, will give 48 hours. So once we send it off to our HR team, which we outsource, we pay them to monitor all our paperwork, say, listen, this is our contract. These are the correspondence. Are we safe to, to implicate this or to, to push this forward? Yeah, you're good. And then... Somebody else will send an email saying, okay, you now have 48 hours to come up with this or the project's on dead hold. Everybody's coming Absolutely. out of there. There can be fees involved with that. Yep. You need to take everything up, pack up, and remobilize at a later date. You have other projects that are going to take a hit from it. So those fees also need to be discussed if there's going to be any.
1: Now, does that mean, too, like in that project, like if you're demobilizing, let's say, like I'm, I'm going through some similar stuff as we speak, and uh, I couldn't stop the work had to let it happen organically through emails and contacts that has to come from the customer to me. And then you continue to do your contract. You're there. You're being paid for service. You're working through, and then you have to, you know, let it happen and, and go forward. If you're um, writing that into your agreements, Phil, and having the person sign that off, does that mean like to stop work orders? Sometimes the clients have their own contractors that are on that job as well. Doesn't affect those people that you're managing because I'm involved in some projects where I'm, just a project just manager, the managing the other services of these trades that they've hired. Well, if I'm not getting paid, mm-hmm. then suddenly the trades aren't, or something goes on, then they see this, suddenly what's happening over here, the the impact, the ripple effect, I call it, is is great.
5: Yeah, I, I can share one of our contracts with you, but two years ago, I stopped allowing any outside contractor on site that's not through heavy-duty homes. For this reason, for that very reason, yeah. There you go. It's very smart. There's always a loophole for somebody unless I control the whole project. Yeah. And yeah. What 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 we played played around too is uh, the takeover the project. That house belongs to me during the course. It's not your home. It's an active job site. It's a danger zone. You're not supposed to be on there, nor are the people that you hire. So anybody that you do want, if you have a cousin who's an electrician, you want to give him a job. He's got to come through Heavy Duty Homes. His contracts with Heavy Duty. He's working on my pay schedule. And, and my work schedule. This way there can't be any of that in between. So
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, I used, I used that little language you did before. You know, it's your job site. Or it's your home, but it's my job site. Yeah. And, and it really works because you do need that safety, especially if we're pulling builder's risk policies. Yeah. And not all my projects require builder's risk, but some of the bigger ones they do. And when you're pulling that policy as well, you've got to make sure the whole team is definitely protected. Yeah, they're not That's allowed on advice. site
5: if you have a builder's risk. They're not allowed on site without, without personnel.
1: Yeah, without personnel. Make the appointment. appointment.
5: Yeah. yeah, you're fully responsible
2: yeah. at that yeah, point, right? you really are. Yeah. But it,
0: I guess it's just, why is it getting to this point? Because I have yet to meet a GC, and I'm trying to get as young of a GC as possible, and I've met someone on the show that probably have about a year, year and a half experience, and they're getting ready, and they're bright-eyed and smiling. <laughs> they have no gray hair, right? And I'm like, fair enough. I wonder, It's wonderful. But I, I think if you are a GC, you will come across friction. And is it just, are we here to blame our economy and what's going on and people overspend like what are we are, are we the fault are can the i GC- can i jump in on that yeah you
3: know i could start by saying this i taught at george brown for a little bit yeah and through the course of that you do meet the odd student that is actually doing work on the side so volunteers all intents and purposes they're, they're considering themselves sort of like a gc and as I got to know them, I would speak to them. I said, okay, how are you protecting yourself against this? Like, what are you doing about that? Like, how are you managing this? And what I think was happening, and, and Phil, honestly, dude, like, I feel like you should write a book. Because, <laughs> no, and I mean no, that. How I mean to, that. step by <laughs> step. No, honestly, Absolutely. like, and, and, this, and this, this is to answer that, the next, the question that was asked, is because your procedures from previous, po- previous podcasts and everything that I've heard about you are on point.
5: Thank you. Everything, they're, yeah. they're all on yeah. point. And I 100%. think that where
3: we fail, where we fail is that is not so much a lot of times the technical skill. I think that a lot of us are very technical and can do the work, but the setting up the business is having the procedures the having the protections on our side, clients and everything aside, we just don't have it. And no one talks about it. And in, in most situations, in most situations, and I can say this because I've approached people for help in the past, everyone seems to be like this it's like no this is my contract i don't want you to see it this is my yeah. personal yeah. thing yeah. and you know for the younger generation yes there are some that they're too prideful that they're, they won't even take advice even if you gave it to them mm-hmm. and there are some that are begging for it but unfortunately they're coming across the wrong individuals that are not willing to help them out
4: to expand on that will imagine a place where like i could call phil and say what do you think about this? Can you help me out with my contract? Like, how much better would we be? Like, we, maybe maybe I wouldn't be sitting here going like, man, I kind of like, jammed myself up. I wish I would have done something differently. I'm cut open now, and I'm bleeding out. And it's, it, well, that clause right there that Will just said, like, that's going in tomorrow. That was my biggest it's, problem at the oh, beginning of construction.
0: Yeah, it, it was just like, there was nobody for me to yeah. turn around. Like, yeah. the only real person I would say to turn around was bumping into Jim Carrick at yeah. Brenlow one day yeah. where I was just driving out and the only reason he slowed down is because of my van. As right, loud right. as it was at the time, he's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this, right? Like, what, who the hell are you? And I started introducing van. and started talking Hardcore. to him, right? Yeah. yeah, like you couldn't miss that van, okay. but it gave me 15 minutes with Jim for the very first time just to shoot the shit and talk, right? And I would have wished for 15 hours to sit down and talk to a person like that. So I definitely think that at this table here, all five of us here are more than willing to anybody approach any kid agreed, approach agreed. to speak and go here i'll i'll buy you a coffee i'll, I'll sit down with you and uh, can i pass by and just pick your brain what happens when this situation And you guys were all like that i think that stereotype earlier on it was that hidden i don't want to let you know because you're my competition yeah. but i think that's changing but then also at the same time it's changing you're getting these kids who think their cojones are a little too big and they think that they can be bigger than you sooner than you and i'm like shove that Eagle to the side and start asking these questions because when you're faced with losing six figures, seven figures, it's going to potentially happen. Mm -hmm. And then you don't know how that experience affects you emotionally, personally, professionally, until you go through it. And I'm telling at this table, I don't wish any of that to anybody. Of course not. We're literally talking about your retirement and pension. And I've spoken enough GCs that have literally lost their pension and, and, and all kinds of savings that that's, what's left on the table. Yeah. It's not a positive. We're just trying to educate you guys. So I think it's a lot better to be humble, shut up, sit down, and just take yeah. notes and listen to people that have gone through it, whether you agree with or don't agree with it. There's always three sides to every story, and just understand. Try to get as much information from all three sides.
3: Man, I gotta tell you the story. It's about Jim. Funny that you mentioned it because uh, years ago I, I was watching something on Instagram, and it was about Mayor Eisinger, and he's part of this. He's in Texas. Those of you yeah, that are Austin, yeah and uh he's part of sort of like this builders group uh, not officially but in the area there's a lot of competition there's a lot of contractors builders in a very small space in some places a bigger space but they have this gentleman gentlemanly agreement in that if they're bidding on the same job whoever wins it has to treat the others off for dinner and it was funny because <laughs> that, that stuck That's with me. Awesome. That stuck with me. I like that. And when I met Jim, it's funny. I, I just like randomly somehow years and years ago, I, I ended up getting his email or something like that. And I emailed him and he hates texting and all that stuff. So yeah. he'll just call you. So he calls me and he says, well, where are you? I'm like, well, I'm on a job site. He says, where? I'll come to you right now. Yeah. I'm like, you're crazy. But it was awesome having him on site. And then my, my, my biggest pride point ever was when i was going head to head on a project with jim
0: oh, i remember that and <laughs> yeah. you know it
3: was awesome honestly and and he says well are you quoting this job and i'm like on this street yeah he's like okay so am i he's like may the best man win i'm like great whoever wins buys dinner <laughs> yes. and so it was go. awesome and that's that's what it should be that's how, yeah. it, should. Did that's you, how it should well be.
4: did you ever when you were uh, competing against jim did you ever call him up and say like hey like Let's like compare scope and see if we're on yes. the same page. Yeah.
3: So the first, I think thing, that's valuable. The first thing we did. The first thing we did, and it's and it's you know again, a lot of people may not know this, but the first thing he says, well, are you going up against this job? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what are you thinking? And I'm thinking is it going to be around nine or whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty reasonable number. He was like, yeah, I can't do it lower than that. And he yeah. said, I I can't. He's like, why don't you take it? And I was like, no, we are both going to take it. We're both going to go at our numbers and see. None of us got it. Mm-hmm. Like things kind of fell through. And this can be cut out or not, but there's a, there's a bigger, there's a bigger conversation here. And you know, he says, well, like, look, the way we used to do it back in the days, this kind of for here, Manny, you, you judge. Um, <laughs> the way we used to do it back in the days is that we used to be part, if you and I, if all of us are in the same sort of area and, you know, we got X and Y jobs, like we used to get together. And yeah, if we awesome. knew that, yeah. if we knew that, hey, if Phil, you're busy, Manny, you need some work. It's like, okay, you know what? We're going to go high. Manny, you go low. And then on the next one, just it's repeat brilliant. the favor. It's absolutely And brilliant. it was a community. Uh-huh. It was a legit community. It's no, It wasn't about gouging. No customer was being gouged. Like, mm-hmm. they got estimates, which is yeah. essentially what they were looking for. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, it was us helping each other out and doing the right thing by the You client. know what that's going to yeah.
0: do? And I already know, and I'm not like a white light kind of individual or whatever, but I'm just going to say that if you got that job that time and the other one's just bowed out saying, listen, we're going to support you, we're going to go a little higher so you can get that job, you know the others are going to get another job coming down the pipe real soon. Yeah. You know that's oh, yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Just because of the kindness that's being mm-hmm. shared within mm-hmm. the community yeah. instead yeah. of the
5: competition, yeah. that's, like, it's just, it makes sense. And now everybody just wants to go to war. I was even talking to my, my buddy John. He owns a company called Rental Corp. And oh, yeah. He calls me all the time. He goes, Hey, man, uh you have any work to share in my area? I got some leads in your area. Like, we'll exchange stuff. Nice. He works in regions I don't really reach out to, and, yeah. and vice versa. Same, too. Yeah. yeah it's you true. build these, yeah. you know, these little networks. it's more valuable. Yeah. I,
1: I do the same thing with a lot of referrals. And, like, I don't, I've said this before, and it's, it's me for years. Maybe that's why I'm poor sometimes, but I don't get kickbacks from my guys. I don't expect the payback. If I'm introduced to you to my customer, take care of my customer. You're 99% going to get the job if I've referred you because they're looking for it. Even when I moved to California for seven years, eight years of being out there, my phone would ring all the time. I still get follow-up calls and I just say, call so-and-so locally in town and they'll help you out. If they didn't follow through, that's not my fault, but it is this community sense. And I think we, you know, I've been saying this for years and I've talked to so many people in the last year through Instagram and my private, uh, you know, group of uh, contractors and trades and, they're up and coming now from just doing you know drywall and now they're expanding a little more into plumbing now they're doing more renovation work and we have these conversations even just the last couple weeks so i'm getting hit from this customer what should i do and last year a plumber called me about some legal advice having to go after a gym owner because he wasn't getting paid and i told him what i would advise him to do and how to just keep the the pedal to the metal um but uh you know I, i think the community of us you know getting together and for example, I moved to California, I didn't know anybody, I had to just get out there and I'm in a small town up in Lake Tahoe. and Everybody's a contractor. The yellow pages, but the yellow pages back then was general contracting was like this thick. Wow. So wow. everybody was a contractor there. But it was all about who was in the neighborhood. And I networked with those guys and got in touch with the best people. And that's all we can continue to do. And I'm not afraid to call somebody or ask for some input about pricing or cause I, I don't know all the yeah. answers. Yeah. But even on it's flip important.
0: on that flip side, if you're young GCs coming into the business, create your own circle. Correct. Start off by creating your own circle and then bring the old guy in or old girl in and then have them as a guest speaker in your circle, whatever, yeah. and pick their brain. I'm like, Someone that's been in the business long enough, what do we want to do? That's smart. We want to share information. Yeah. If you're in construction, we all want to share the information at that point. So if you've got a little group of friends that are all getting into the business, and, and, and I, I encourage the drywall or the landscaper, the electrician, whatever, and they want to start GCing and being that that top dog on the on the show, whatever, then get connected with other people that want to do the same thing and then find out who's making a mistake and then try to educate each other and then get somebody else that's more senior and get that information from them yep,
2: very there's true.
3: certainly you know if i can interject <coughs> there for a second manny there's certainly a lot of um there's more collaboration now happening for sure and social I media has, yeah, uh, has certainly helped with that but there's still that older generation, especially when I started. Like the old generation, they wanted nothing to. Unless you're a, a family person. or you married a daughter. Absolutely, and right. it was like it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like if I can count the trees that I barked up on I to imagine. trying to ask for help or information or guidance or anything, and I got zero, zero. Um, I don't think that's a sentiment now. I think that there's still a wave of that that's still around, but you know, to oh, not not to kind of put in a negative perspective but if you do find that person that is willing to help and listen it may take you five ten twenty there's no magic number no you know keep barking up those trees but certainly listen i'm with a notepad here writing what all these guys are saying so it's like you know no one's got it figured out no you know we're still learning we're still progressing so it's like keep your ears and eyes open to whatever's being shared at any moment
0: it's good to have i don't know but mike you haven't you haven't constructed in the u.s have you Never, no. But, I mean, Ty has, and Phil has, and Will has, right? So, is there a dramatic difference between Canada and the U.S., construction-wise? Using digital platforms in our industry is becoming more common, especially among the young folks, because it improves efficiency, prevents mistakes, and overall makes our lives as contractors easier. This is why we partnered with Connect Team, a platform built to manage, train, and communicate with your team connect team's desktop version gives managers a live overview of the business to track work hours create schedules make sure the business meets compliance and so much more employees just download the app to their mobile to clock in and out share safety reports and get updates all in one place ensuring they've got what they need to perform at their best connect team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial try them today by checking out the link in the show notes We could share the jokes to begin with and then get into the real (laughs) idea. for For me for me in
1: california (laughs) uh, it was uh, rolling into a new system i had shut everything down here in canada and went out there and had to start fresh like i had nothing brand new i could work for family i didn't have a green card i couldn't start a business um i had to be a resident in order to register my california or get my california contractor's license and then my nevada contractor's license then i got my concrete contractor's license in nevada Open platform, so it was a learning curve through all that, and then same thing, workers' comp, insurance, all those things. But those fees were high all the time. Very like I paid so much very money high. just in fees. It was like, oh my gosh! Yeah. I, you find know, per, I find
5: permitting to be very expensive, uh, drawings and permitting and, and design fees and everything before you start a project is about expensive. three, four times the cost of here. What it is here? Wow! Yeah. The
3: mm-hmm. other thing, the other thing that I found for me, for me, it may be different for you guys, is that I found the. When it came time for the drawings, you know, I, I used to watch, for example, um, a lot of the videos that um, I'm blanking on her name, Building Science Club. Um, Building Science F- Fight Club? Building Science Fight Club. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm, I, I I'm know blanking got, I totally on the forgot name. the name. Of that. Yeah, sorry. And I used to say, because she would review these plans that would have all these uh, specs on them. And I said, man, like, wouldn't it be awesome to have those types of drawings? And And it may be me. It may be me, but here in Canada, compared to the drawings that I would get in the States, are vastly different. Really? You know, yeah. when, it, when it comes to sequencing, and I'm not talking commercial jobs because it's pretty normal to see them in a commercial job, but I'm talking residential. To see the sequencing on every single detail, like how is this window being flashed? How is this being terminated? Yes. How is this being approached is mind-blowing. The, the backside of a crown molding, yeah. and anything. That's, that's yeah. not to say that, you know, improper practices aren't done, uh, that's just poor supervision, but every single detail is on the drawing.
0: There's more so left to the G C on site here in Canada yes, than there absolutely, is. The absolutely.
1: Absolutely. The drawings here are very vague. The last yes. couple of projects I've yes. been involved in, even with my own architects that I have relationships with, I'm like, can you add a little detail? I need a couple of yeah. For but the That guys. opens like, up more
0: can of you know. And then they're, they're like, us. Well, they
1: haven't paid me for that much. So I'm like, then I go to the customers and I'm yeah. like, Okay, we're engaged right now. We're moving forward here. And the architect's telling me that you haven't like paid for any more detail. Well, you'll figure it out. What do you mean figure it out? We need, we need to know what the detail is. Like exactly, or you're just going to blame it on the guy who installs it if something goes wrong because we haven't done it in co- we, we we've done it incorrectly. And you're right. The details yeah. I do remember in yeah. California, Nevada, seismic, even Vancouver when I was everything. building on Vancouver, yeah. like, okay, this is how it's flashed. This is how you cut it. This is how it's installed. It's almost dummy proof. In the yeah.
3: military, we would have called it the Barney style. They break yeah. everything down Barney style. Where it's like you follow the sequences and you're pretty much golden. And, you know, obviously, like on bigger residential projects, there's always like every trade has to do a mock-up. Yeah, every yeah. single trade has to do a mock-up. That's not and the case here.
0: No. But yeah. you don't have the money for it. You will never get the approval of the budget. Yes, yes, You'll be budgeted out.
3: Yes, you will. Yes, you will.
1: That's true. I remember Sadly. seeing mock-ups yeah. a lot, especially yeah. stuff in Tahoe. Yeah. Guys yeah. were quoting on things like, no, don't yeah. like it, take it down. Yeah. Like, okay. was, there,
0: was there original <laughs> Barney? Like it was an
2: actual soldier named Barney? Or what? <laughs> I don't know. I he mean. wasn't purple. You hey, he got not the crayons here, so I don't know. Hey, they're just there for set. Where did you they? build, Will? Where did you build, or so, where
1: are you contracting now? In so the all over the states. Okay. I, you
3: know, i was selling in Florida, uh, Nashville, um, Boston, DC. Oh, amazing! Um, Baltimore. Um, so it was kind of all over the place. Nice. Sorry. It nice. was
1: more on the consulting side, okay. but we yeah. got involved like. Because, because a consultant is different than actually being the general contractor. Yes, so yeah. you can consult, but you can't contract. Yeah, you have to hire the contractor. But the
3: funny thing is, is that everyone has a, con- a consultant there for everything. I've right? been advocating be. for
0: consulting up here for the longest time. Why don't we have more Listen, consultants many, to many, educate the
3: bridge? Manny? Yeah. Yeah. If we had the services that they have there, yeah. for example, like I would be on projects that I was one of five consultants. Wow. The architect will have a consultant. The Builder will have a consultant, the GC will have a consultant the developer will have a consultant, like everybody that you can, like, and I'll be one of five. Yep. Wow. Canada
5: is a very DIY yep. mindset. Yes. Yeah, and
3: yep. when you go there, it's like this, it this meeting of the <laughs> minds and it's like everyone's sort of like protecting everyone to the benefit of the end user, to yeah. the benefit of the client. The client, the right. Who
0: you're the, client the client here is thinking yeah. it's just numbers. It's more it's money. money at it's more point. money. I don't have we, the money. We opened up the show talking about not being paid. Correct. Yeah. And now you want to add another line item yes. to the job, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just like, I mean, how many times have you guys had conversations conversations with clients where it's like do we really need to be paying you and this to take care of that yeah
2: i
3: know but then you know you go you go into his point about um you know the architect and we've all been through it where i start out with a set of drawings and by the time that i'm done i'm doing a design build yes yeah because there's not enough detail and then the amount of time listen our job is hard enough just figuring out what's actually on there Uh, Because a lot of things work on paper; they're necessarily (laughs) work on the construction. Looks good on paper, yeah. And that's just the things that are on there. Then you add all the things that are not, and the amount of hours and time that you're spending figuring all that stuff out—like, how do you even begin to charge for that? Yeah, is is a bigger question.
4: And that's what I hate a lot about about that exact thing is you could, like, the way that you're going to perceive that, you're going to put all that time into that. You're wondering like, is the other guy that's competing against me doing the same thing? He's going to be a couple hundred thousand lower. It'll be dramatic. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get smoked on this, but then you know, the client's gonna in the end the one's gonna take a beating. And like that that's what I find, which is really frustrating, is a lot of times we go into a house, uh pre-construction, we'll talk to the client and go over scope. And I wonder to myself, I'm like, okay, the guy that's competing against me, like, does he use Builder Trend? Is he on Company Cam? Like, is he does he have five million liability insurance? Like, is he pricing out the same scope that I am. And I only, I only pray that they are because how, else, like how, how do you, uh, how do you compete? How do you like this guy's a hundred grand lower than me, but like, did he for, like, what are we doing for the kitchen here? We have no specs on like, are we putting, are we doing pullouts? Are like, there's so much information that gets lost. And a lot of guys just go, eh, it's going to be 500 grand. And you're looking like, well, how we, how'd you get to that number?
0: Like, what, what are we talking about? Number wise here, guys, how many years have you guys all been in the business now? GCN, uh, this Hello. is
5: my going into my eighth year on my Ty. own
1: since nineteen eighty seven. I'm probably the oldest in the room. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe No you're not. He doesn't he doesn't look oh, yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't you're, look you're old a little older know, usually I'm the oldest it's guy. It's my uh, it's my cream. <laughs> my, my heavy duty
4: cream that I <laughs> use I've been, yeah. So twenty five years. cream <laughs> years In business for
1: eleven. Okay, and So well,
3: twelve yeah. in business for just uh, over ten.
1: So there's a good chunk of, like, experience here,
0: right? And, I, I and what I
1: like about this, too, even the younger ones than us or even the younger guys is, you know, here we are, a group of men, still willing to learn. Like, I am oh, by far not. Gotta be. I don't know everything. And, you know, talking about points and doing drawings and things. We, I live, eat, breathe, sleep. I can tell you about sites that I've been on from 10 years ago. Because I was so intimately involved with them, as I'm sure you guys have been. You're going to be like, I remember that. There was this detail once we had to do, yep. or this I had to do on a drawing. And the clients really don't appreciate that time. They really don't. And when the architects yeah. are leaving it to just like, well, figure it out, man. They haven't paid me for it, so figure it out. I'm like, oh, you're losing your yeah. mind on the site. Can, can and then you're talking to the engineers too. Same yeah. thing, like, yeah. can you verify this? I'm like, well, you're the engineer that needs to sign off on this, so I need you here. Well, the client now, uh, I need to charge a client that's between you and the client. So if they haven't got that figured out, there is more money in the budget cause they'll charge $500 for every visit.
0: We're all guilty of yeah. that though. Yeah, we're all sure. guilty of overstepping our scope and contributing to other people's scope that we shouldn't be doing. That's taken away from our scope. Fair enough. Yes. We do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. do we do that? Because we're trying to, People please, And we just want to try to achieve the job and finish the job. Do our job because really we care.
3: well. I, I think we it care, comes yeah. down to we care. Like I've we, done drawings. Yeah. Because it was faster Same for here. me to do the yeah. drawing yeah. than yeah.
0: to get the approval. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Everybody yeah. else has done drawings? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I don't have yeah. a BCIN number, but I've done drawings, right? Yeah. And you yeah. sneak it in just to get it going. But we have to stop doing that. But I want to ask all four of you gentlemen, why a GC?
3: Can I go back go for one, back one second? For I sure? just want to back up because we all said kind of the time that we've been in the industry. When I started, I always thought the twenty-year mark was like it. Like I felt like I m- maybe know it because it's you'll know years. everything by
0: twenty years.
3: <laughs> because everyone that I was dealing with, Boy. I was managing a very big site. <laughs> I was managing a very big site when I when I started, and everybody there had over twenty years, and yet you know mistakes were still being made. And I was like, "What
2: the heck? Like, what is I think the you're magic still number? Wet behind the what ears, is the man? magic
3: number?" And I just want to comment on that for a second because it felt like I think you said eight years, mm-hmm. right? I just want to pause on that for a second because it's not the years. Yes. It's the the investment. And I want to say, and listen, we haven't really met up until now. And I just want to make that very clear. But yet I am so impressed by all the procedures he's that, yeah. that he's yeah. got in place. Systems. Because systems. And all the systems because yeah. that is so hard to do. And not taken away from his experience
1: either. Sorry. No, it's all good. So yeah, yeah. Be, no. Because,
3: you know, I'll I'll give you a story, because um, we did a job, well, I was supervising a job in which, I think we were building a church, I don't remember anymore, but um, um, the GC at the time hired this plumber, it was a big plumbing company, and these guys were making a mess of everything and delays, and they were being backcharged all kinds of money from all the delays. Then they hired a, a plumber that I've used in the past, it's just him and a helper, like a very elderly helper, And he finished the job in a quarter of the time of these guys. So I pulled him to the side. And I said, Listen, I gotta ask, this is more to your point yeah. about experience, too. I said, How in the world did you finish a job so big in such little time? He says, Well, I've made a lot of these mistakes before, mm-hmm. or I've seen it. And I know tricks on how to speed up the time and not jeopardizing the quality of the work, but just doing it faster. He's very efficient. He becomes very efficient. And
1: when they're doing, you know, here we are as a general contractor, when they're doing one job really well, they will be more efficient. And and you guys have trades that will come in. They'll walk circles around me. But I can do every single job that these guys come into. And, yeah, I have the toolbox in the truck if I need to pull the drill out or do something if I'm not just in my manager's position or if I am hired to be the working on site project manager and kind of foreman. And I've got that bag of tools for the just in case stuff. So constantly working, but when there's efficiencies in place and I've, I got paperwork, I brought in tons of paperwork the last time I was here just to show this. I'm still learning. Like I am in builder trend as well. And I'm using like it at 10%, like the capacity of builder trend. It suited my needs uh, for what I'm doing now. There's many other systems that are out there, but I started with Procore in California and, and met the owner when he was first up and coming, to e um, And, uh, you know, it, it was good for about a year and a bit, and then it just wasn't the right fit for me, and then economy changes. Yeah, and, yeah. But when I came back here and I started using BuilderTrend trend in 2015... I haven't looked back because you can at least keep stuff in one place. And I still got so much more to learn on it, you know, but when you have systems in place and you've got good work and good staff that can pick up some of that slack. Like I have an accountant and bookkeeper, she gets everything for me weekly. Um, you know, it keeps me in check. I just try to keep on top of the invoicing and the quotes and I'm still doing a lot of stuff. And I think that's where there's a problem for, uh, you know, single owners. I'm still wearing too many hats i'm exhausted that's another problem <coughs> industry, still right? wearing too many hats and it's really hard you're still, to swinging, of you're still swinging the hammer i am on this p- present couple of projects Certain jobs right? of course
0: you but know? i mean mike, mike you're still absolutely and but yeah, will right. you're not <laughs> and yeah. phil you're not yeah. right yeah. no you've passed it on to other yeah. people right but why are you guys still swinging the hammer why do you think you guys are i think a big thing for me is i
4: like when i meet people at a party or at an event, I always say to them, if they ask me what I do, I always say that I'm a carpenter. Okay. Because I'm so proud of that. It's um, And I think that's because I love it so much. Also, another part of it is I, I don't know if, um, it's it's hard to find people these days to pick up your slack. So if I'm off the tools, um, where are we going to find this guy to to pick up? You know, like, am I? What am I? Am I worth two guys? Am I worth three guys? So I'm, that's my struggle right now. I'm working in the business. I'm not working on the business, which is something that we like. I've got to figure that out. If I know if if I'm
5: gonna go to the next level. If if you're on the tools, who's running the builder trend? I'm, I am. Right. How yeah. can you stay and, focused and on the both? sales and the it's, estimates? It's yeah, it's so hard.
4: It's so it's really hard. hard. It's really it's hard. hard. Yeah. And those are things that. You know, this is this year was a year of like self-reflection and looking back and going, I need to make so many changes. I've got us this far. Now, now it's like I need help. I need I need people to come in and and do
0: what like I'm not. So Where are you looking for the help? Because I also want to ask you, Phil, is like, where did you go to to start your ball rolling? You know what I mean? So, you guys must be, I guess, yeah. first starting at social media platforms
3: possible. Can, can we back up on your question, Manny? Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm very curious following on Manny's question is like, how, because it seems like you got all these processes in place very early, things that I haven't even set up. Something um, we haven't even thought of. Yeah, example, exactly. Like these so, clauses. So, how did you start? Did, did you have the systems in place? first you got
0: a like a, a construction google that you just yeah, no 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 I, w- I would
5: say one of the biggest problems with gc's these days and designers <clears throat> is people just they see it on instagram it looks glorified and they go and become a gc they're a gc overnight right. any good gc usually has a strong suit or trade that they've worked in they come from a professional background yes. whether it's carpentry or tiling or could could go as far as demolition you have a site experience and a vast amount of it so even though I opened my business eight years ago, I've been in construction since I stopped going to high school in the 10th grade. Mm-hmm. So I've worked all over the fields for many different companies, doing many different things, machine operating, demolition companies, landscaping, certified for smart homes. Like I really kind of touched on everything. And then when I figured that uh, I, was, I was working in the union and uh, I was living paycheck to paycheck, and then one day I'm just like, you know what, I, I know how to do this. I can, I can do this on my own. And I know how I don't want to do everything because I've worked up for all these companies yeah. before. I've dealt with the clients. I've dealt with the, with the suppliers. I've dealt with uh, fellow coworkers who were disgruntled. I've dealt with owners and bosses of all kinds. I knew exactly what direction I wanted to take myself in. So even though uh, there was a lot of kind of, um, un- I don't know if I'm saying it right, un- unknown waters when I started, there's a lot of direction that I had. And, and that's what helped me large. So
0: basically looking at what you don't want to do and what you don't want to
5: get into negatively right. drove you to go and find positive. And that's one of your questions is what makes a bad contractor? Because yeah. in turn, that's what makes a good contractor. contractor
0: I truly believe that. Yeah. So you just got to pay attention to who's actually doing a bad job. Don't
5: overthink it. Yeah. Just do the opposite of what you know doesn't work.
0: In today's economy, doing a bad job is basically just delivering the bare minimum to right. satisfy the client without pushing them to a legal standpoint, right? right? Where you do deliver everything yep. and it works and you've achieved what you said you're going to achieve, but is it worthy of what you yeah. wanted to achieve?
5: And I put in what, 14, 13, 14 years in fields for different companies before I figured I was able to go off on my own. Now these younger GCs are just becoming GCs.
0: Well, I, I got a gripe with the younger GCs. I still want to get into it. So Mike, wh- where are we, like where are you starting to figure out where you're going to look Because it's a big, okay, first of all, I think it's almost like this is, I don't want to poke fun at AA or whatever. It's almost like an AA meeting. Like you're actually acknowledging the fact that your business is not running properly. So there's something wrong with it. And you're being vocal about where do I start my problem solving? So where are you starting your problem solving? So as far as, um, so I did uh, construction engineering
4: management at George Brown. Okay. I think that's like a pretty good start. Um, I, again, you can take what you want from that course. I thought it was fantastic. This is going back 20 years since I was last there. Um, I think that's a good starting point. What do you think? Well, I, I, I would agree with that.
3: Like the I, curriculum is pretty is pretty nice. And I don't
4: like because I don't think I'm in a place where you know do we do we go out and hire a guy for like 95k a year, Phil? To
5: that's what I did. That was my I, I, first it, step to get off the tools. It's
4: but it's. The thing that I can that I'm worried about is it's risky. It's like because now I gotta I gotta keep this guy super busy, but Mm -hmm. again, to your point, it's like now. But now now I can do it. Yeah. So now you can focus on the. It's just a scary jump. I gotta make the jump, and I think the right move is, ninety five grand a year, project management, minimum five six years in residential construction, and then take it from
5: there. And that's where real business ownership takes balls and bronze because you're literally gonna jump off the deep end with both feet.
4: Yeah yeah literally yeah
3: literally but let 's paint a picture here, and uh, i'm going to use Mike here as an example, and because i've 've done that mistake as well, where when I was starting off, I hired that that p m uh, at that time mm-hmm. I, it was it, even at that time it was about ninety something thousand mm-hmm. um, and they seemed to check all the right boxes, seemed to talk the talk We're all right. performers, but mm-hmm. it right. cost me a ton of money in. Me looking over his work, Mm -hmm. fixing his mistakes, like, and, 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 so someone in his shoes, because I've been there, where you make the sacrifice when you're starting off to free yourself off. It it was, it was hard times for me because, Mm -hmm. and that was one of like three. Yeah. And each one was worse than the, than the next
5: one. Yeah, I'm not saying you won't take any to the chin. That's, that's another part of being in business. But I mean... You have, to, you have to interview so, so detailed. Uh, and the way I hired my project manager, my first one amidst 20-something applicants, he was the only guy who was able to teach me something in that one hour that we sat in. It lasted an hour because we just kept talking, and I kept learning more. And he was, he was detailed, and he had worked for companies that had worked in the U.S. like He was directive in every place I wanted to go. And when he started teaching me things about what he knew and his experiences, and in my head, I'm like absorbing. I'm like, okay, this guy, he's somebody I can bounce ideas off of and build build my business with. That's when I took the risk. The other guys were all the same thing. They came with paperwork and resumes and this and that, and everything looked good. But everybody just sat there and answered the questions I asked. Yeah, He was the only guy who stepped up. And Is the resume really valuable? I wouldn't say so. That was my first in experience. Construction. You know? I
1: think it's experience and how you you know project yourself to the person you're interviewing and you know it, it has a lot to do with that their ethic did they show up on time you know yep. are they, i don't i don't like to hire smokers you know i'm not a smoker but others they're constantly looking to go have that break like it's all the time mm-hmm. you By know the way, there's so. a, there's some construction i saw this I don't,
3: <laughs> I, I don't know if i you guys told, are all welcome you know, to yeah, take yeah, them I, as many I, as want i don't know <laughs> if i told <laughs> you this manny but like there was a time that anyone that i would interview like post all those experiences, what I started doing is uh, I didn't want a resume. I said, meet me at this point, yeah. you're gonna ride with that's me." that's the resume. And then yeah. I would have them ride around with me for a full day. And it was me, you know, just seeing what their vibe was seeing what they were talking about seeing what their interests were. And we will arrive at a site and I wouldn't give them any direction. And I would just see how they're looking at problems. Yeah. What kind of suggestions they're throwing out there? Are they being proactive? Or they're just standing around like a log? Or, you know, if they see something that's hazardous or dangerous or whatever, are they taking an initiative? And that's towards the end. That's how I started actually hiring my people. Is
0: anybody coming into the business offering a trial period a free trial period like are they wi- okay i'm just asking <laughs> I because i know we talk a l- like yeah. a lot of people like, oh, just donate your services donate and just you know services. prove your worth work for and free yeah. work for free and all that
3: but that nobody's doing i that, right? I, I would pay <laughs> That's what our that day expect. that day that they that day <laughs> were with me i would come up with an amount i don't remember what it was anymore depending on the role let's say if it was like a labor so i'd give you 250 consider this a paid interview mm-hmm. because i wanted them to bring their best foot forward and to, like, actually be in the game. And I said, listen, like, you can either consider this as a freebie. Like, I'm saving myself a ton of money in the back Down end, the end for sure. by not yeah. hiring that's, this that's person. a great, great So I was like, that. you know what? Take the 200, 250 bucks. Like, I'm okay with that. Right. But I, I at least, least I know what I'm going to get. Or have to do something it, yeah. small. Like, I had yeah. a
5: trim carpenter once. We have in-house divisions for a lot of our, our tradespeople, things that are not mechanical or, or heavy. But uh, I was hiring an in-house trim carpenter once. And uh, I said, come to my office. Uh, I'm going to have you make a door from scratch. Just just mill it, make it, and a install good test, it. That's test, by the way. I had a framed office in the back shop, ready to go, two-by-four wall. All the material, raw material on the floor. He took two and a half hours, milled the door. Everything was perfect. I like, go, okay, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a condo to start. We got something coming up ten, in 10 days. And then I threw him the condo, and he, he took forever on it. But the job was perfect, as, okay. as the door was. So I can, can't really complain there, but it is what it is. Yep. You can't really do it for every element, but I mean, you could have a tile setter go to one of your sites and lay a shower, but if he if he fucks it up, what are you going to do? Yeah. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. thing yeah. for That's me money. I did early
1: on was with the you know, carpentry again, is uh, they want, you know, 30 bucks an hour, 35 to start, and like, I need you to go make me a three-step stringer, you know, for just for a deck or something else. If they could cut a stringer in like less than 30 minutes, they're doing pretty good. But other than that, so you know. I, you know, <laughs> and thank you for saying that. I, I just want to answer
3: your question, Manny. You asked, what is a GC? Yeah. And you know, everyone kinda knows it like as I I I don't know, I may be I'm speaking for myself here, as an orchestra director. Yep, good um good. I, I like I say that all the time, yeah. I like to equate it to a nine one one operator where it's like knowing who to call <laughs> and what emergencies That's and how point. to do it. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, because to that point of like a shitty towel setter that you know you may hire, it's like knowing who to call. Mm-hmm. Because again, yeah. like is taking the time, vetting people out. It's being on the job sites enough. like
5: And Instagram, super see, deceiving. Exactly. Oh, and, and I feel, oh, yeah. I feel bad yeah.
3: for the for the new GCs coming out because, you know, they're guided. You know, they think, and I know because I've seen it at school. I've seen it at school where they think, like, listen, you know, I've got this job. I'm going to take it because, you know, I can go on Instagram and find a towel set or find this. And I was like, good luck. Good luck. I said, it takes time for you to see who is actually good, to have... A primary, a secondary, and to know who to call. This is
5: why homeowners are trying to be their
3: own
2: GC. Yeah.
1: It's so tough. That's the worst resume Uh, out there. I hired a tile guy a couple years ago. through. So when I was really busy a couple years ago, this year has been a change for me. Um, You know, these couple of big house builds. uh, One got canceled. Um, I have another small project out towards uh, Bancroft, getting ready to get started. Um, It was a bit of a shift for me because I was being hired to be on the site. I was the one you know, from my company. So I've kind of let my guys run the rest of the things as the packages have been put together and, and the scopes of work. And I give my guys a job site binder and then go through the scopes of work and they can manage the other trades that are coming in. And it's relatively smooth because I have a system or builder trend and a couple of my guys are older. They don't like the systems. They don't want to use it. So as long as I get the message or text, I'll input it. But there's my day. Who's running the system? Because I'm on the tools now again. I'm working again. So I've got these more work to do at work. night. Do they not they work? They do work. But when you get someone who's stubborn, who doesn't want to work, but he's a fantastic carpenter or a finished guy, you want to keep that guy and you pay him what but they're worth. But construction's
0: about being a team player.
1: And you have to, in my, well, the way I am, is I'll accept that one guy for his faults and I don't give him that responsibility then. Yeah. I, I will deflect it so that he's going to just do this and then I need somebody else to handle and pick up the weight. So a couple of years ago, when I was running 18 projects... You know, it's because of the system. I and I was not on the tools. I was just full on business mode, head down and you know, horse blinders on. And when you get into that momentum and you're on the sales and you're you're keeping up with that, things go really smoothly. It's been I, quite I, a, quite a year yeah, for
3: me. I, I, I don't want I'm not I'm not gonna mention names, I don't want to take away from the Connect team, but um, what I found the biggest difference in, in the US as well is very system based whatever the system is and i'm not there's, gonna mention there's names. a
0: lot uh, yeah. i agree with you yeah. but there's a lot
3: yes there's a lot but what i what i realized is that unlike here because i too had the same frustrations with certain systems here that i would try to implement and use and that older generation had a hard time sort of yeah, keeping up and to your point it's correct. like you want to keep him because he's like probably the best carpenter the best finished carpenter the best whatever where stateside is like you either get with the program Or you're not going to be on the ship period yeah Yeah.
4: that's the one thing with builder trend is like you everyone's got to buy in and and you got to force it down their throat especially like you said the older sub trades or or guys that that just don't understand iphones it's like dude this is how we're running our business now this is how you're going to get paid this is how you're going to follow a schedule like you're going to get an email it's going to tell you that you're coming in on wednesday because if you looked at the schedule you saw that the painter was finished like it's supposed to run itself But everybody's got to buy into it. Otherwise, it it, it falls apart really quickly. Because if one guy's not abreast on the schedule, it, it, it really messes things up. And then it's like, that was my kind of, it was like, Trying to get everyone in on this, and, mm-hmm. and then the system works brilliantly.
1: Yeah. yeah, when you get all the trades even, Oh, to it works. Because some of the older trades, like the electrician yeah. for a guy, a guy's fantastic, but yeah. he's not into it. But that's part of your you business,
0: know? right? Yeah. So you got that's your model that you've got to speak to your team and, and just go, listen,
5: this is how I run the ship. We do co-construct training, uh, which is like Builder Trend. Yes, something right. I found yeah. in the U.S. many yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, uh, i got to look into Connect Team now. It's one of the things that Manny brought up. But we do training for our tradespeople once a month, our designers, everybody has to come you into see my the office. You value in it, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, the older yeah. guys are starting to buy in yeah. because everyone's on it. They don't want to feel like they're not. Yeah, but is it no different
0: either? than your trades like practicing at home? Like a good young trade goes home and tries to figure out what this scope is needed, and they'll practice right. and then come to the job site and perfect it.
5: Yeah, they can they can mess around with it, but I want things done a certain way. We're going to show no, people where this is where before. This is before, oh, okay. and
0: then still come to your training. Yeah, yeah, so then they kind of done the homework. Yeah and right. be a little better prepared. There's nothing worse than having a team there and everyone's just looking at the bright lights and, yeah. and so not really that, contributing. That's a hard yeah, thing to, and, to train. Phil, I
3: gotta, I gotta, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for yeah. one second, and I'm going to put myself in the shoes of a young GC or something, somebody else sort of starting off.
0: Using digital platforms in our industry is becoming more common, especially among the young folks, because it improves efficiency, prevents mistakes, and overall makes our lives as contractors easier. This is why we partnered with Connect Team, a platform built to manage, train, and communicate with your team. Connect Team's desktop version gives managers a live overview of the business to track work hours, create schedules, make sure the business meets compliance, and so much more. Employees just download the app to their mobile to clock in and out, share safety reports, and get updates all in one place, ensuring they've got what they need to perform at their best. Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes.
3: And let's be realistic. This is a big investment on your part because it comes down to the age old saying is like, you know, what happens if you don't invest in your people? It's like, Mm -hmm. what happens if, you know, they stay and they have no training? So you're actually taking the time to invest in your people. But again, so let's say, let's take Mike, for example. Um, Not that this is a theoretical scenario. Uh, he wants to get off the tools mm-hmm. and let's say he wants to get more onboarding with some of the trades or with the staff. So he knows that he's got to hire now a PM. He's going to be in the pocket, in the hole for a hundred grand mm-hmm. making it up in jobs, which is totally doable, but all that's being said. And then to get more buying, let's say he does that periodic training. That's a full day or a couple of hours of fees that are going out. Like we're talking a lot of overhead at this point. So now talk to me if I was that young GC. For those of you that are listening out there, how are you financially setting yourself up to be able to implement all the systems that you have to run the ship the way that you want it?
0: It's an investment.
5: Yeah, well it uh, obviously it doesn't happen overnight. So I toyed with the software by myself first before anybody knew about it. I started off with the smallest base. I figured out the software, all the ins and outs of it, uh, and and there's so much like it's it's even hard to say that I've learned it all to this date uh, because you literally need somebody who is who's running it uh, and and then all your partners on the sites. but once I learned that, I didn't have any project managers. I was the project manager, I was the guy on site, I had a helper, I had a guy that would work in my company and stay on site for me when I had to leave and go do sales and stuff so you know, a helper is very important in, in the beginning. Somebody who can work hourly or somebody who can at least be your eyes and ears on a site when you need to go figure out how to very run a company. Very, very important. important. Once I started to sell more jobs because the company made a name and you have two to three months of, of buffer time before the project starts, that's when I started to, to look into hiring a project manager. So I had a little a little bit of a risky moment. I sold three jobs that all started in the same month top to bottom homes and I said well, what we're going to do his name was Steve that worked me I said Steve we're going to hire a project manager you're going to be the super and I'm going to stay in the office with him and he's going to work with all the trades so we're going to hire him now so I had to pay him what was it, fourteen, sixteen thousand 16,000 bucks for that, that month, month and a half that I had to be in the office he was coming with me everywhere training learning the company as these projects were getting set up and, and before they had to start and by the time they started he kind of knew what he had to do and then Because he was already advanced with project management, it was just him learning how to deal with residential clients at that point. Uh, But that's kind of the role in for me and how that worked. It was risky, um, but he did a great job. So I don't have have anything bad to say about him. I don't have a bad experience with that.
0: Isn't it the same, though? Like when we all, okay, uh, I started on my own doing every single job on a project. Not a, not a full-scale build or whatever, but a large-scale rental, right? Big rentals, yeah. And then it got to the point where, like, first of all, I'm speaking to the voices now because I'm talking all by myself with nobody here. I need to hire people now. Mm-hmm. So then I started realizing I'm going to hire somebody that's going to do a job that I could do it probably for half the cost or maybe twice as fast or whatever. But I quickly realized that, I'm going to let go of that job. I'm going to let go of that job. Is that not our job as a GC to finally let go mm-hmm. and give
5: it to somebody else to handle? Be able to pick and choose your work. Yeah. Uh, yes. But not throw it away. Work with other people in the industry that want that work. And then when they get things that hit their plate, that is kind of out of their scale, hoping that they'll throw it to you. So comes back. Yeah. you kind of just do a full circle of everything and you got to be well-rounded, which is what I, f- I find hard these days is I'm not finding guys that are well-rounded anymore. Uh, both in in the trades and Gcs they're and too quick to climb down with. the
0: hill man yeah. yeah they're way too quick yeah. Yeah. and I want to go back to that point where I'm not saying all but a lot of the younger gcs that want to be getting into the game they want to they they're probably listening to you Phil and going okay it took you eight years to get to this point where you know other people that have been in the game longer they're like well i want to get it to four and like okay listen just slow down you don't have to be i'm finding this year in particular from speaking to some people there's been a lot of takeover jobs mm-hmm. so these yes. young jokers <laughs> young <coughs> have been showing off getting the work and not delivering the scope yep. but still feeding their
5: instagram profile and living the life yeah. or they'll spend the client's money before before <laughs> they're done the job
1: So a lot of things with the takeover jobs, you know, and I built a reputation up early on because I just had this, you know, go to stamina or or attitude. And if I I couldn't figure it out in my early years, um, for example, you know, one of my biggest clients in Mississauga, I'm still working with their mom. She's 92 now, still living on her own, Um, you know, long term friend and and client. Um, They gave me 17 stores to build in in the early 90s, shoe store company. And uh, it was fabulous to have that experience. But I was a go getter. And hungry for it all and I could I could do this amount of work and then I was managing other trades that they were having on site in the shopping malls before it got really hard with unions. And then I would have to hire that one union rep to come and help me do the work. But I think finding the balance of the right person. Uh, and then you have to just, you know, when you hire that person, you have to trust that that job is going to be run efficiently to the best possible way. And then if you're doing your walkthrough, hold them accountable to bring your standards back up a little bit if things were missed and not turning a blind eye eye to stuff, but making sure that the standards are being held, that you're walking away and proud of your work and that they've done a good job and they can only learn too. They're not perfect by no means, but that they've done their best for you for what we're paying them for Um, and and that they're holding the line for you too with the trades. Are they on schedule? Are they late? What's going on? Um, it, it's tough, and they want top dollar. Top dollar.
5: Everyone does. You know, right out Everybody of the gate. does. Right, yeah. right
1: now I'm finding, you know, I'm still getting it's emails. It's short money though. Huh? Regularly,
0: short. It's, it's it's short money. It's it's not long term. Like Correct. You, you talk Correct. about 20 years, and you're still scratching the surface of what what you're learning. Correct. I find that these kids want this big paycheck right now, right as now. if it's a lottery ticket, and they just have that big yeah. check standing there. I just got this 10 million dollar job, and look at how amazing I am. I'm going to Bali now. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. that makes no sense. Yeah. It's short term at that
1: point. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the long term. It's like, I'm thinking already for work in the next year. And what do I want to move? I
0: You're thinking about, hang on a sec. I just did a job for somebody. I'm so-and-so I'm at this age. I did a job for somebody in 20 years. My business and my brand is going to be so big. I'm going to be doing a job for their children. Keep popping yeah. them out. Cause Down they're going the to be future clients. Yeah. Like, that's the long-term game, right? So, And I go back to, and I'm not saying it's going to be young or old, why do GCs not answer their phone? Like, in today's day and age, how literally we're a step away from, I know exactly where all you guys are. Like, I know exactly where you guys are. It's like, why do GCs ignore the phone? Like, when you send a text and it doesn't get replied right away. They don't have the answer and they don't have
5: experience. But then just learn the experience and find the answer. Am I being stupid? they, They bite off more than they can chew.
3: They get overwhelmed, and then with the, the sense of overwhelmingness that surrounds them, um, they lack the accountability to face the problems a lot of times as they come. Yeah. One of the things that I told that I used to teach one of my supervisors very early on, because he was a lot of times he was very eager to pick up the phone. And, and I said, Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. But just don't be pressured to uh-huh. give an answer. So yes. I, I, I told him the golden rule, the golden rule, if you don't know the answer, and if you need to think about an answer say let me get back to you on that." 100 percent. and i will make him repeat that over and over and over and over and over so let me get back to you on that, that i don't have the answer to that i'll yeah. get to the bottom of it i'm going to speak to somebody i'm going to get to the bottom of it and i'll get back to you it's, but, it's our
5: job to calm the situation yeah, down yeah, in the yeah. meantime so you yeah, answer absolutely. the phone you calm it, mm-hmm.
2: because from, from otherwise the
3: imagination guess the better there, yeah. exactly because yeah. the lack of response now they're thinking worst case scenarios they're thinking like yeah. all these negative things and what what could have been easily resolved by mm-hmm. just you know listening just even listening now roller coasters into this monster like a lawsuit or
1: whatever the well, case their may imagination be. just yeah. runs Absolutely. rampant that's Absolutely. all it that is and they're yeah.
0: wondering what's happening at that point
1: yeah i think a lot of gc's too like you know for myself or you gentlemen here a lot of the other trades are for the young ones coming in there. They don't have the personality for it either. Yes. They don't yeah. want to deal with customers. I have trades who specifically They're not being say, taught communication skills. It's, it's definitely communication skills. And they just don't have the nature for They're Like, Ty, how do you freaking do it sometimes? I'm like. I just do. I don't know. I, I'm I'm that coach or that that uh, you know marriage counselor. You know how many marriages I've saved. I'd lost two of my own, but I've <laughs> saved so many. When you go in there, like who's paying the bill now? The wife is like, how much do you need? You know, you're saving the marriage. Bad record. Not bad record. But it's it's they don't have the confidence. They're they're not a people person. They they're, they're afraid of the communication. They're they afraid of being accountable. Yeah. Um, how to put out the fires and you know or communicating something incorrectly that they, they perceive in a different way, especially by text. Stuff will come in by text messages. and like, okay, I'm going to read this three times over just to understand where she's coming from. And from a recent experience, just, you know, brand new homeowners, they're freaking out about some stuff. You know what? Stop type texting and start
0: voice texting.
1: Voice texting can because, work too. Because That's go back true. to the imagination. They'll it read the it context. and they're
0: like, oh my God. That comma should be, no, that should be a cap. No, <laughs> and, and just voice it, man, <laughs> and send <laughs> it off. I know in Canada... Yeah. The States right now is better off, but I definitely believe that Canada is headed towards what the state went through in 08. It's going to happen, which means lean years are ahead of us. What are you guys preparing for regarding lean years coming down the pipe in the very next near future? I can, I think for, for me, someone that
4: probably, you know, given the, the way that the sales went this year, I think there's going to trend. It's not going to be as good in the next few, but the nice thing about, most contractors is like our superpower is typically really good at sales and the other one is which a lot of people which is in huge demand is like you could always fall back on a trade yeah you know like i could yeah. if things get really tight it's like uh, call phil and go you know what you need a trim carpenter to hang doors and and, and put cram molding in yeah humbly yeah. you know like yeah. you can always fall back on that like, the new, the new trade or the new tradesman is like, it's, it's the PhD now. Everybody wants some of these. These guys are v- super important. They can't find them anywhere, especially super skilled guys. Okay. So, I mean, that if things get really bad, you can always fall back on that.
2: You know?
3: I, I would add to that in preparation for that, though, um, my advice for anybody at, at any stage of their career is diversification yeah mm-hmm. you can't just yeah. have the one thing going in and i don't mean like in a construction company it's great like i've ventured into different things within construction for the very same reason so that if one thing fails i have the next one to follow up phil's doing a lot of that right now mm-hmm. so it's like having the different things so again i hate saying this but i'm gonna fall back to matt matt risinger he learned from the 2008 recession in the u.s and what he learned is to have different venues of, um, of money. Mm-hmm. So he's got his construction company. He owns a, a steel company. So all the steel is fabricated within. Co- within. So it's like whether his company is low on work, he can still supply steel for other companies mm-hmm. on top of the revenue from his social media. So, so that when, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I got to diversify. And then if you can diversify. introduce yeah. cash flow from other avenues, you keep, you keep the ship afloat. As yes, a whole, yes.
5: even if it's not profitable, it's, it's all about weathering the storm right now. See, so especially
3: not. in the lean years, if you can weather the storm by yes. any means necessary, you will end up on top.
1: But of those
0: sure. are the guys that understand the system. I mean, you've been yep. through yep. lean years as well, and yep. other G- GCs, older ones, you have been through lean years, right?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been a t- you know, over the years, 100%. This one, I'm feeling it too, and I'm thinking about my shop space, <laughs> and I've got 2,000 square feet. Literally in the last couple of weeks, thinking, okay, winter's coming, I got to move some stuff around in the shop. Maybe not going to use it for full storage where the RV is going in there anymore. Make the shop work. Do I, need, do, do I need to do doors and trim? Do I need to do some other fabricating or something? You're being proactive instead of
0: reactive, we're just and saying. Reactive. So, this show's going to come yeah. out. I'm, I'm planning another show in the next two weeks. Uh, an interesting company approached me to come on the show, and I'm looking forward to having the conversation called the Bunky Life. And so oh, yeah. they were yeah. on dragon's den and and uh, amazing story and i'm looking forward to that story but the, the, one of the reasons why they're coming on the show is because they're looking for contractors that you can literally put this this structure together without a permit mm-hmm. in one day yeah and, and they're looking for, they're looking for contractors to do yep. these and take yep. them over so it's like and and when he told me his numbers i think they they sold something I, I can't remember exactly i think it was 900 units or 9,000 units they sold this year already so that's far, that's incredible and incredible. they're all pre-fat kits that literally, that you could just put them together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is work for young guys that are trying to go through the Like years. the one
1: you did a few years ago. Well, you it's did a little
0: different. It's it's, right. it's, in my opinion, this one's actually a little better. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's okay, yeah. So,
3: and, and someone touched up on it. I can't remember who it was, but... Um, and I think that... I'll, I'll say the question first, is what is the difference between a good and a bad GC? And someone said it. I can it was remember Phil. Who it was he who was, who was, was Phil. just bringing it up, yeah. It was about being reactive. Like... If you're reactive, you're going to be a bad GC. Yeah. If you're proactive, mm-hmm. you're going to catch things before they actually. Well, it goes to us. your point
0: about having that kid come with you on the ride along and get to the job site yeah. and you're not paying attention to the job site. You're paying attention to the kid and you're seeing how the kid is navigating through yeah. that job site. Yeah. You can quickly learn what kind of a potential that person yeah, has.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So that's proactive land, right? Absolutely. I agree with you guys. I want to just briefly talk about, I mean, is it worth these days? And I know that a lot of businesses have actually worked on green building and sustainability. And is it worth, because that can only be a more challenging point for being a GC in today's tight economic structure.
4: I'm not sure that's going to go too well. I think it's back to those kind of bare bones builds for the next little bit, at least. A little bit. And then maybe step into that in the next four or five years when people got some money to spend
0: sustainable on it. At all. It, are the clients it's, asking yeah. are you guys seeing clients asking for this stuff i think it's whatever spec
1: to yeah. you know bare bones minimum a lot of things for the clients can meet their budgets and then we have the higher end clients that are you know all green all energy and all that and the, the spec I'm, I'm forgetting what it's called but level five building or whatever coming out of vancouver for energy efficiency to go r30 to the roof you know, so from basement to the roof is what I'm wow. hearing the next years, are like, They're like at level three right now, and it's coming into Ontario so that we have these building, you know, standards we're supposed to go to now to go to R30. So I think right now with the architects and things that we're getting presented to us, when we're bidding against good guys and, you know, when you've been doing this as, as long as I have or even with newer guys, you get to know who you're kind of competing against on some of these projects and you'll yeah. bump into the, the same guys over and over. And I always ask the question, how many quotes are you getting, you know? Who am I going up against? I just like to know their names. I'm like, okay, I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. And years ago, I used to be actively involved in all the other associations, you know, actively. And it, and it was so time consuming. Now, um, I rely on my, uh, my quality and holding the standard and having a system in place as best that I can, and contracts and so on and so forth, that, that keep that in alignment uh, with the project you're doing and finding good people to just help us push forward. I'm going to
3: jump on that because I, you know, I'm a little bit on the other spectrum of things. So currently, I'm actually finishing a um, a sustainability course through Rotman School of Business. Mm-hmm. And I've always been interested in it. It's just a personal, it's my happy place, cool. if I'm being quite honest. Cool. Um, it's nothing that I necessarily, I educate the clients on it. There's nothing that I push for. I, I don't think I would make my company Um, necessarily like a a green company a sustainability company because i've seen the struggles that they go through so i think it's it's about since i started in this industry my goal has always been to stay in the to stay at the table and how do you stay at the table by being able to have the conversations yeah so that um i think that where is it going with the green i i listen there we all see the fires that are happening and i'm not gonna get political one way or another but we all see that climate change is happening one way or another however you want to see that so i think that up until the government's uh mandate uh, one way or another um it may not necessarily impact the construction industry as a whole because you know we all have problem getting paid on regular jobs yeah you know not to mention <laughs> you start adding you know, this. then you start adding all these different things but yeah. so it, it will come down to economics it will come down to um rule enforcement because if you go to places like switzerland and, and germany i've spent a lot of time in both studying what they do in their systems they don't have a choice it's incredible and, that, know, yeah. their standards their are standards are just un- unreal and the conversations that you're able to have with a homeowner you can't even have with trades but here.
0: their their objective is focused though absolutely it's absolutely. It, from the beginning from yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah beginning. but what, what i find where there's a conflict here is that the objective here is slightly manipulated. Yes. That's the problem I have, whether it's focused there, manipulated here, and I rather focus than manipulate. A hundred percent. So it's like, I, I, how many times have we had a conversations with inspectors where you're, you know, for a fact, you're not questioning whether or not you built it correctly, but you're being challenged on that. Yes. And I'm like, I understand that you're challenging me based on an OBC rule that's outdated, and we know that this is going to change in the near future. I'm trying to stay focused and get ahead of the curve and build it better, but you're not allowing it to be approved because that's what it's currently right now. Absolutely. Things change, buildings change, everything's changed. So when government gets involved in that building structure of it regarding sustainability, I wish they would still respect that if you've got an experienced GC that's building something and it's the end result. If we start delivering a carbon footprint that's attached to that home that's far less than what these mandates are being telling us to do it, I respect that more than being told to build it this way just because you have to use a specific product that's somehow connected to monetary political power.
2: Agreed. Right. And I think I know. That's, one, that's, uh, that's the amount of ruffling think, feathers yeah. I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I'm totally a big yeah. green
0: person. We've had lots of yeah. shows here. I've had Hans in the show here. I've had Greg LaBelle in the show. We did Climate uh, Builders out of uh I'm trying to remember out of Ottawa there. And that you was did, a did the, tiny in, in the tiny homes and tiny homes. And like I'm huge about so that. And, it. it's and, it's and there there are many ways that we can build. We do not have to build with a hole in the ground and where we're cooking the fish in there. Like we don't have to get to that extreme, right? Yeah. There's like there's there's lots of ways of doing it. But I just don't. Want to be manipulated regarding certain products that I'm being told to use just because of lobbying, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? So I want to try to avoid that. I want to ask you, gentlemen, in your eyes, what does it mean to be a successful GC? Like, what does that exactly mean? Is it mean monetary? Is it mean I built that structure and that structure is beautiful? Like, what does it mean? I I, th- built I think team? it's
5: resilience. I resilience. Mean, uh, you can't. Um we're all, we're all going to take hits, but it's, it's your ability to, to constantly adapt and overcome and continue to learn from it. That's how you get better, and that's how you get to success. Any pro athlete could tell you that. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. You have it's, to. It's
1: pers- perseverance, um, stick-to-itiveness, um, confidence in yourself. You know, I'm, I've been very confident in my ability for, for many, many years, and uh, you, know, you have to be the one that's showing up for yeah. your team and for anybody else. And uh, usually the first one in the door, the last one to leave sometimes. Like I used to close deals at 11 o'clock at night. My phone rang when I was in the office and yeah. Ty Nickel here. And I go, what are you doing at the office? Mom, working on some deals, you know, yeah. but it's, it's, it's showing up. It's,
5: it's all character you know, traits, it,
1: character, you know, good character, holding the line, um, providing good product, you know, being really happy. And, and I really look at the jobs I'm doing. I really take a lot of pride in it when I'm in somebody's home I really respect everything about their home like it's my own and, and I know you gentlemen do as well and so many other people out there that are and uh, I don't take that lightly and you yeah. know when they're handing me a set of keys you know and there's we're in and another home and they're leaving the house for the day and they're coming back at the end of the day they want to kind of neat and tidy because they're living in a reno mm-hmm. those are the hardest ones when we have full control of a house it's a different story but there's a lot of respect that goes on there so I think maintaining yeah. that is really I, important it's
4: listen I like what you guys both just said I think it's they're very important, but let's not forget it. It, it does. It is about money too, and in order for for us for to families. do our job yeah. uh, as good as we do it, we need to be paid and compensated well for that. Yep. Um. So yeah, it, a big part of it is money, guys. And mm-hmm. yes, of course, we're all passionate about what we do, but again, we need that's, to be. That's the end goal. It, yes, and it's the only way to build a company. It's the only way to become successful. Like you've got to make sure that put all those pieces together. But yes, those checks at the end of the month are <laughs> essential. To maintain wanna, the you're product. You know yeah. what, and
3: <laughs> it, it, you're, you're not wrong and everyone's right. And, but at the end of the day, we all have stories of situations where we lost money or haven't gotten paid yet delivered a phenomenal product. Yeah. Um, just because at the end of the day, it's who we are as people. Um, and I, I think that maybe the years of playing Lego as a kid or whatever, like we take a lot of pride Mm-hmm. Yeah. um and a lot of times i, I feel even, the energy even, here. even really when do. we're losing yeah. money yeah, yeah. it yeah. is and about money but even yeah. when there's a lot of pride in it that's true that's Very, true. the soul Very destroying
4: true. part about the whole thing it's it's soul destroying yeah
3: yes. is that you yes. you're gonna
4: you know you're gonna go on the weekends and you're gonna answer the phone call at nine o'clock on a sunday night and then and then you're gonna produce this incredible product and then just get kind of kicked yeah. But we and, all and know that, what that's five. But so what's
5: the goal in mind with that? Is okay. You can produce one of the best products I ever produced. I lost my absolute shirt on, but it brought me so much more.
2: Agree. Uh, yes. I, so I finished I mean, it knowing so. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck! I underpriced this. I yeah. Underpriced yeah. that. Yeah.
5: You get get through 130 line items, and you're like, okay, I'm losing 100 thousand bucks here, but.
2: But you do. and, and you I, I saw learned
0: saw a lot yeah, from it. It's about the next yeah. ten pages. Yeah. But like we're, we're in university of college, of construction. That's, that's what we're, and you're paying tuition every single day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, other than, I mean, other than the build itself, I've heard on the show several thousand times and I'm not dismissing it it at all. Other than the actual build itself, what's the next most important thing?
3: To me? Yeah. To all of you. It's client relationship. you know i always say that's a good within the company for me for me personally and and not to say just like life you're not going to please everybody but our our motto within our company is we start with clients we finish with friends Mm -hmm. because you're in there for such an extended period of time even in a simple rental a lot of times you get to know them so intimately that there's birthday cards that go out there's christmas cards that go out like because you so it's ty's point like you know like sometime multi-generational yeah. yeah where we're doing work for like kids and nephews and whatever else have you so to me personally like outside of the actual built structure is about the relationships
1: mm-hmm. Mike? I, I like getting that random phone call too mm. you know from a client like hey how you doing just thinking about you that's awesome yeah, yeah. My, yeah. my eight-year-old plays with a couple of my clients now we go to dave and buster's and we have fun. And they speak French and, yeah, and um, yeah. they leave the dads out in the dark. What do the kids say? Oh, I don't know. And I'm not French, <laughs> but you know, it's really nice to build those I relationships agree, and they, they can make that phone call because that is the long-term goal. That maybe not, it's going to be this run. And that's the thing with us as contractors, we go in and do such massive changes to these people's homes. You know, if it's just a biggest investment, a, a kitchen, a bathroom, or the whole thing, and it's going to be another 20 years before it gets renovated, yeah. but maybe it, it's, their kids maybe they've moved yeah. out and we got a new home to renovate yeah. for them that they're buying i something.
3: just got this call the other yeah. day and keep in mind i'm not very active anymore and i just got this random call i was an architect he just moved from the uk here the guy designed stadiums and things and he says hey well like i'd uh, like you to come and i was like sure whatever i'll come and see them and in reality it was to pass it on to somebody else yeah. but when i was there i said listen i'm curious where did you get my name from and he says you remember such and such person i was like Yes, I do. Awesome. I didn't get that job.
4: I didn't get. I was like, but they left an impression, lasting impression, and it's that's amazing.
3: what he said. He was like, you left such a great impression that she still referred amazing you before yeah. anybody else. That's right. great.
4: Right. I would say, like, I agree with uh, with what Will said about uh, client relationship is huge. But I think if you're going to go, you know, maybe another level down, like a one A, one B, I think you probably go with subs and, and making sure those guys are happy because in the end they. Yeah. They're the guys that make you look really good. And I, I had a question for, for you guys, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, was when you when you do a job, are you using the same amount of, are you using the, the same guys as much as you possibly can, like the same plumber? I know Phil and Ty, maybe it's a little different for you guys because you're larger, but I always thought, like, okay, if you could use the same subs that you trust, that you know, I think you're going to get a better product instead of what like what I don't like is and I never really agreed with this was like shopping the numbers around to like six or no. seven different guys. Uh-huh. And, and, and then you're left with like a really terrible plumber or the tile guy that like really fucks the screws up the shower tray or something. I just want to get your thoughts. Cause I got questioned by a client that said, well, how come you didn't get three different prices on this?
2: Uh-huh.
4: And, and my, I kind of fought back and said, well, no, because this is my, this is my team. These uh-huh. are, this is, I've put this team together because I think they're the best. And it, it felt like it backfired on me because they're like, well, how come you didn't get three or four different prices? But you're a, building, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. This, this is mine. Is
3: is right? I operate very differently. Um, I come from the military. And, you know, you don't get somebody else to put down their life before yours um, just because, just because of rank or anything else. And I've seen it. I've lost a lot of people. Um, and that comes with time and that comes with trust and that comes with investment. And what I've learned very early on was to be loyal and be protective over my people. Where it's like, I know the the quality of work that this person can do. And listen, no one's perfect. Even when that person has messed up, as long as you can protect them and give an opportunity to make right, they will go to the end of the world. So when I speak so to true. the clients about why am i not getting three quotes or whatever the case may be it's like i know the quality of work i know the timelines i know everything that i can expect to deliver what you want for this particular project and listen i when i jumped in commercial i had no choice but to try a lot of different new trades because at the pace that they wanted everything to move it was a nightmare it was a nightmare and you know i i i kind of used that lesson to say you know what let me scale it back. Let me pace myself. And if it's not going to work, I need to stand my ground. Yeah. Because, and, and that's the other key. It's like, at the end of the day, if a client's going to push you that hard to get three quotes or whatever, sure. But I want nothing to do with that person. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. yeah.
5: My project manager throws out the hamburger uh, theory to all the clients that ask him that. Because when you go to mcdonald's and you really love the big mac you ask them where they got their pickle from what they're paying for it to go price so three different pickles I the cheese that. the burger I the love buns I love because that. you like the fucking hamburger <laughs> <laughs> so it's either zero dollars or seven ninety nine okay that's good good, good. good. Yeah. that's good That usually set them right back in their seat yeah, I love that's that. great man <laughs> this is what we need to produce our product yeah that's great yeah yeah it's really <coughs> simple at that point
0: like i think you t- it's just like you guys all choose your your trades for a reason, and they deliver all the time. It's a different story if they start slacking. Then it becomes a question of why they're slacking. Is there something going on personally, professionally, yeah. or what's? Are the they story? too
1: busy? Are they booked? For me too, it's like networking in, yeah. in the areas, and I, I have you know three or four plumbers, a bunch of electricians, and who's available as well. So yeah, as you're planning the one. project up, yep. so if you've got that pool, who's available for this client? And I also look for guys that are also. going to be a little more suited for the client too. Can they handle this client? I am not on site personality. I I get some rough and tough electrical guys who just have like zero personality and they just can't deal, but their work is like impeccable. They just can't be around the client. You know, so like, it's like okay, you know, or they they talk too much. Stay away from the bear. Stay I away assume. from the air ducks and just stop talking. No bad jokes. Like it. your voice is being heard. Yeah, the they quickly right
0: realize that that voice travels through that <laughs> right ductwork.
2: Eh? Um, anyway,s yeah. I
0: want to ask you guys, what's what's uh, how can the industry improve? What's the first thing that we can do to improve? <coughs> I think you got to be. I think we got to do more stuff like this.
4: I think I think we communication. It goes back. Open to up the network system. Yeah. Get like guys, just get. Get comfortable with with talking about things that went wrong, things that are going good. Make phone calls to people. Like, I feel like I just made a couple of new friends today that I could call yeah, up likewise. and say, you know, having you know having some difficulty with this. Where can we go with it? I think, like, get this fraternity. Let's get it a little bit bigger yeah. and then keep going from there. And I think it'll help people um, not make the same mistakes. I think it'll help people make more money. Um, I think there's such a a good way of going with this.
1: Absolutely, that's a great comment. Very
2: yeah.
5: no, that's very good. I, um, I have a, a, a problem with um, expectations of tradespeople for the past probably two to three years where I feel like all GCs should raise their expectations from the guys that are coming to your sites in terms of the time they show up, the time they leave, how efficiently they're working throughout the day. Are they spending two days to do a job that should be done in one? How many times are they coming back because they're not paying attention to detail mm-hmm. and they're spread so far and few that we're just kind of giving into yep. it because we need them.
4: Yeah, that, that's Instead, a. That's just, so true.
2: It I should wanna, be. Ours, I want to put them on a theirs. chopping block. Like I'm yeah. the
5: boss, and this is what I need you to do. Yeah. Never mind your other jobs. You're here to work for me. I don't care if you got to go three other places. Just work efficiently here. Yeah. Then go do what you got to do.
2: Yes.
5: And uh, people aren't aren't doing that across the board. We're all so desperate for guys that are decent that we're letting all the little things go. Yep. I think if we all raise the bar collectively, you, love shouldn't that.
0: Be. you shouldn't be letting them go because
5: they'll take advantage of take it. Take advantage. And that's not right, right? And they'll say to us, well, you know what? I got three other jobs I can go do. I don't need your work. Yeah. And when it gets lean. And let it go. We don't, eh, exactly. And then who are you going to call? Then it's, hey, sorry about that last situation there. Uh, do you have anything for me? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know about that word. So
3: my, my, my answer to that question um, would be, we need to increase, by we, I mean society, the government, whatever have you, better public awareness. Because when you think about the construction industry, what do people picture? Mm-hmm. Like The stereotype. A guy, the stereotype. And it's, like, it's much more than that. And I think that for all the good that HGTV has done, it's done a lot oh. of bad. No, it's done oh, a lot a of damage. bad. Lots, uh, of lots of damage. Of damage. Wait, sure. did you
0: just say for all the good <laughs> in that terms, HGTV uh, in has terms done? of?
3: And I say it in this way, and you know, I'll give honor, honors to. Okay. Where you know they and I say in, with a very perverted sense of the message, they have increased uh, the interest in the trades or trying to get into it in some in some shows. I'll give honor, honors to. However, the increase of like. I need to be in this place and this person's doing that. That's That's information. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's there too. But I think that, you know, from a governmental point of view, there needs to be a greater emphasis as to what it is that we truly do. Like call it a public announcement um, of the great, you know, they call for, there's a shortage on homes. There's a shortage on all these things. And who are they going to rely on? Us. So it's like, okay, but yet they're not appreciating for, who we are and what we do. So it's like, what protections do we
5: have? And HGTV has given clients a very unrealistic expectation of contractors.
4: Yeah. Just about the same as they guys did and that and whole in three weeks. Yes. Yes. And,
1: and, yes. and monies of so contractors. What, is,
4: yeah. The, yeah. what money, is the perception everything.
0: there? Because I know that clients have a certain percep- perception of GCs. And I almost feel like sometimes subtrades have a certain perception that kind of goes in line with that thought process from clients we know what the reality of a GC does. Right. But mm-hmm. I just, I, I kind of had conversations with subs saying you're making all the money, you're taking all the glory, oh, you're doing all this stuff. And all then it's the still time. different than clients. Like you, you see a GC roll in, in a certain kind of car. And we've heard this story from Jim talk all the time yeah. where he rolled up <coughs> in a certain car and they're like, why am I hiring you? You're making more yeah. money than me. No, maybe I'm just better at money management or something.
5: And then you say to that guy, well, you remember three weeks ago when, when you were late on a job by two days? Do you know the 18 people I had to call to push three weeks and then the client yeah. I had to deal with who yelled at me for it? There's right. That. They yeah. don't see the background and, and how much yeah. backlog that their bullshit alone has done to you. They'll never see that because you're just the guy who's doing the job.
1: No matter you, how fast you do the job, sometimes the client is still not happy most times sometimes like you know the bigger builds yeah oh we did something in so many days like it, it's they're still not happy you know
2: or you a
0: perfect recovery. storm that it just happened out really well yeah. everybody was in a vibe we've all been on site where yeah. you can have as many trades on site and everybody's oh, just in gelling, unison everybody's gelling, just but it also it's flip side too 100 uh, percent. you know yeah. like that could happen and that affects the day that affects the week that could affect the whole job mm-hmm. yeah so who we showed up late. It, you yeah. know,
1: it's uh, and we all got our life problems. We're going through stuff. I try to have the guys have positive energy on the job site. That's yep. one thing I don't like with the trades. If, or even my own guys, if they're coming in there and suddenly there's, st- they're just blabbing at the mouth on the job site, just brings everybody's energy down yeah. Yeah. and just leave it there. If you want to talk about it on break guys, let's have a chat, whatever. I just, we, we need to focus, that you that know, let's get the job done, cut it real quick and nip it in the butt and you move forward. But to all your guys points, it's definitely, you know, being positive for the team, keeping good guys employed, uh, continuing with the pool of uh, uh, trades that you have, keeping the best ones as close as you can, and uh, you know look for new guys too, and so you'll have, you'll find a good fit for the younger ones and. Using digital platforms in
0: our industry is becoming more common, especially among the young folks, because it improves efficiency, prevents mistakes, and overall makes our lives as contractors easier. This is why we partnered with Connect Team, a platform built to manage, train, and communicate with your team. Connect Team's desktop version gives managers a live overview of the business to track work hours, create schedules, make sure the business meets compliance, and so much more. Employees just download the app to their mobile to clock in and out, share safety reports, and get updates all in one place, ensuring they've got what they need to perform at their best. Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes.
5: Yeah.
2: I think nope. it's team building. It I think, is team building. I feel like yeah. you've it done that really well, and building.
0: there's Avis Group that's done this really well. Yeah. And I think if you're constantly doing team building, and that starts off with somebody reaching out and having a conversation. Yeah. And it's not that I'm contacting you to steal from you. I'm contacting you because I want to work with you somehow. Whether that's a a mentorship or that's kind of just like I want to throw work. I've got a client. I'm not in this city, but I can throw this contact. Like that's where if you start building that team, because there's no way in hell that I think we should let the government decide on how we're going to build the construction industry. Mm -hmm. Because they ain't going to do it right. Mm -hmm.
1: I got a referral. I'm going to have to buy you dinner from, from the show. From somebody, I'd be fifteen hundred pounds if <laughs> I kept on getting <laughs> it. On. <laughs> so it, it was a nice thing, it a in. referral Thank from you. another GC trade who we're friends. We communicate, you know. We happen to be on in a building together working, and he referred me for my work in ICF, and uh, I got a little job. I get a lot you know, of guys so that are on it's, commercial it's jobs
0: great. and they're bumping into people that have been on the show Amazing. and they go up to them. And they're like, <laughs> Hey, 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 <laughs> no idea who you are, but we're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stepbrothers, but then we just become friends.
1: So <laughs> I just, at the beginning, you know, it, it is community. It is something that we need to continue to do. And I love having these conversations. So, yeah. And, yeah. you know,
3: so circling back on, on the question and to clarify a little bit more, you know, you see Commercials and everything about lawyers and doctors, and you know, public announcements about this. I can't ever remember seeing. Well, I do.
0: You do? I, well, I, okay, well, Ty, you remember. So the safety standards of Canada. Oh, the, safety the classic guys. one he with the chisel, and then, and then and that music where the little piece of metal, metal came would come off off to the, and the and eye, and I remember that whole that. dramatic act. But it was all about the safety council, and, of the, and that's what I mean. Like, but it portrayed yeah. a negative yeah. about the construction, and I totally agree with yeah. you. If our government stopped wasting money on, you know, like let's advocate for proper bathrooms and stuff like that, and everyone knows that I've been very vocal about trying to get Monty on the show, and it's just like this is a fiasco if they focus on cre- creating commercial spots about getting to the trades as a positive,
3: right.
0: You imagine how many more people would get no, on there, no, no, no. but they
3: it don't owns, do that. Why no. are they
0: not doing that? They okay. say it like we're yeah. already, I
4: don't know what the here's, stat is. here's the thing guys. And this is something that could actually happen. Uh, like we're already in a desperate place right now.
0: 200,000 jobs. Right, out, and Right. 40 only. Replaced. But I yeah. think,
4: I think there's a, there's a savior and you might laugh at this. I think, I think, uh, AI is going to probably take away a ton of jobs where, you know, you've got the uh the waiter or the cashier, they're going to need a place to go and that that they might trickle down in, into our industry because they're going to need work and we're going to need workers.
3: It happened during COVID. I yeah. did. It happened yeah. during COVID
4: I a, think lot of, I got a lot. I think that of that might be our only uh or only help when we became
1: the essential workers. You know, yeah, the phone was ringing yeah, for yeah. other people that couldn't go get a job. Yeah, and they absolutely. they what's weren't g- they weren't getting vaxxed. I and think I'm like, what's oh, gonna I happen
0: is that you're gonna yeah. get an underground. You're gonna get a larger underground because you're gonna get clients who are like like I want you to do a job, but it's gotta be cash. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
2: woodbridge visa uh, and, and only visa, cash
1: only yeah
0: right so it's like that doesn't serve anybody i know i when i heard that from a lawyer client. i heard that from a lawyer <laughs> client, <laughs> yeah. a yeah. lawyer client. Yeah. woodbridge oh visa God. is yeah. cash okay it, I'm it's like,
1: probably gonna <laughs> be like that too if things you know shut down again or we're gonna have this difficulty but that day. and people will take the work because like yeah we're us good guys are not gonna get the job you and have all the proper, know, proper overhead yeah you know we have all the things all of our ducks are aligned you know, the paperwork, the processes, you know, we know, we're the ones registering notice of projects. We're the ones that are putting a name on everything. We have the $5 million policies when, when we got to implement these projects. And these younger guys but, won't do but that. Here, so. Here's the problem, yeah.
3: man, and, you know, go back, it goes back to Manny's point as well is that we do that because we know it's the right thing to do. And we're trying to do right by the client. But Correct. unless we get the government, Backing us yeah. up and saying like you either you need to be licensed or you need and that there's penalties for it like in Florida you can get arrested for not having a license Ca- California
1: California Nevada like, too when I was out there just before uh, you know getting my my license <laughs> my my loophole was the owner builder
2: yeah I could yeah. work for family and older yeah. builders so yeah I was doing yeah. spec houses yeah. we're
1: doing renovations they couldn't touch me then I got my green card I was afraid of getting freaking stung by the the sting operations they have for contractors yep. you know where they do the catch a contractor show you know what show we need to do It was catch a show a called catch the contractor catch a contract. you haven't seen yeah. that yeah so oh you haven't seen we, <laughs> we need catch a homeowner it's a homeowner that want to screw us homeowner. right yeah I like, let's go like, I want to do we're, catch we're a homeowner at the, we're at the lean point now where we put them in the like, cage they'll, they'll and never everything do that because like, there's yeah. there's that potential you
0: imagine being arrested for being a contractor and being pressure. I was afraid of it
1: it was nerve wracking I had one of my plumbers for each person, painters got to have a license. Landscaper, yeah, the plumber, the plumber yeah. can have a license up to to renovation and remodel work only. If that's they the case, then the homeowners installs. need
0: a license.
1: It'd be great. Yeah. You know, how much for <laughs> more can we vet the, the homeowner? You know, why is
0: it that it's always on us yeah. that we have to prove everything that we can do it, yeah. and not the homeowner prove that they can deliver on the financial means yeah. and the decision making.
5: Money grabs.
1: Well, the so, thing that comes up, too, is, you know, if you guys, and I've recently been quoting on some stuff, and they're like, well, we got to get everything financed, it's got to go through the Home builders Association, and we're getting the construction loan, and we need all your paperwork, and two years, three, three years ago, I had a client, and we were just about to ink the dentist, it's totally my fault, and goes back to a system, I went back on something I had control of, and let them have my paperwork, didn't get the full signature. Oh, we're going to meet again tomorrow with the wife. And I'm like, okay, because I needed all signatures. And I didn't get the job. The bank got all my information. They got approved. I didn't get the job. And I'm like, great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I'm doing everything proper to help. And then suddenly I got, it was $140,000, $150,000 job. Been burned a just, few times Just uh, right at the peak of COVID, like right at yep. early 2020, May, May of 2020. And it was like, okay, great. I got a nice job coming on the books. And Back
0: to your wow. point, Mike, about... AI and 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 I definitely don't think not in my lifetime or anybody in the near future, or whatever, yeah. is AI ever going to take over construction? They is may take over a lot of modular stuff and bigger. It's impossible I, because I, I, I think just think that you need the finesse of a human being yeah, doing I mean, the work, right? But yeah. I definitely think that there are going to be a lot more industries that are going to be pushing out humans out of it and then they're going to need work. And I guess the fallback is the blue collar, yeah. but I would wish that those people that are falling out of those industries and want to come into the construction industry, do what we've been advocating right here is reach out to people that are in the industry, speak to them, work with them and understand the business so then you can get a better education.
4: Do you know, do you know how we could fix this whole issue with um, unskilled labor mm. is I think we we forget about reinvesting uh, in schools uh, and, and putting billions into shop classes. No, et that's cetera. That doesn't work. It's it right. Work. It, we know it doesn't work. But th- the best thing that we could do right now, and it may sound silly, is pay contractors to train these people. I brought that pay up. them because it's the only way. Because like, for me, for example, it's like I, when I bring in our new apprentice, it's difficult for me to a spend time with them and b it's like I like oh man I'm losing money on this guy this guy is like stressing me out like he's not getting things done but I need a guy and it's like okay you're what right. about this what if you you're going to pay me to train these kids and I'm certified to do it I'm a red seal carpenter I'm allowed I can do that I can train these boys into and real skill. Sorry, and sorry, girls. into real skill. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that, what, what? I missed
2: that.
1: Equal <laughs> opportunity employer. Yeah.
4: Equal and oh. girls and girls. <laughs> oh and yeah, Tony. Totally, totally. But, yeah, but I, oh. I can train these ge- these people to be amazing tradesmen, which is what we need. Oh, did you guys so, hear you, the, Lu- but, the Luca? Baccia
0: but I gotta show? get paid. I asked. I asked. There are there yeah, So yeah.
3: I. He's through, no longer ahead of through yeah. <laughs> through George Brown. Funny enough that you mentioned that. So they do have programs that a lot of the kids that are going through. Um, whatever courses, they will pay, I think, 13 weeks for you to take them on. So yeah, essentially, not, it's, they it's, are paid. It's not enough time. It's not, it's not, not enough, enough, enough time. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. But at least it gives you in them the benefit of a real live working job site. Yeah. And if there's somebody worthwhile having, then you yeah. can always call first when the time We time did out. that years yeah. ago
1: with my old company yeah. in the 90s. We, uh, we hired through George Brown, yeah. uh, one of my partners, you know, befriended uh, one of the teachers or staff there. And Would sit on their board meetings and so forth back in the nineties, and we would hire them right out of school as a little junior project manager or site rep, and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Some of the girls that came onto our company, they stayed with the company after we left. You know, we sold, and they went on, and the girls continued on. You know, do they still do career
0: day in high school?
1: I
3: don't know. I don't know. So it's so different now. That's a bone to pick because the studies are actually many. The studies have because for the longest time we thought like we need to bring career day back to high school. It's been actually proven that you now need to get to them when they're like in the third and fourth grade. Yeah. By, by, the time, by the time they get to high school, it's already too late to get them into a track. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, I blame the parents because for whatever reason, I'm not a parent, but I've seen parents is that they're showing building block toys to children at that age. But at some point, the parent takes those toys away from the boy or the girl and starts showing them different kinds of toys to play with. And then there's that gap and then they get into high school and then they're never discussed the trades again. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing a career day where you've got a tradesperson walking into the classroom, not doing a presentation, grabbing a chalk. Do they still have chalkboards? Yeah, the it's chalkboard. Smartboards. Yeah. The smart Whiteboards? Smart
1: There's, There's some, yeah. It's been a long time. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's been a while. I would bring the
0: chalkboard um, and then write it down going here. You want to be an electrician? This is where you're going to start. This is how many years you need to learn. This is how you're going to get licensed. This is what you're going to be making. By the time you're 30, you'll be able to buy, like write that whole grocery list down and you see how many kids are going to perk up. Mm-hmm. Or you can go the the route of being a lawyer or doctor and spend six figures on your schooling and loans and all kinds of stuff that the government will never forgive. And still
3: not know what you want to do. Yeah, and
2: still (laughs) not know. (laughs) That's That's the reality. That's That's the reality. It's true. It's
3: true. So now you got the super trained. And listen, I am not, I am both trained in traditional schooling as well. Like I'm a lifetime learner. But it's not everything and it's not for everyone. So it's like educating them on what their options are You know, if whether it be school is not their thing or even as an alternative for that matter, it'll save them so many years and money off their life.
5: I actually learned going back to the the grants that there's a government grant for the plumbing union right now because there's women that went to school that can't get jobs. So the government's offering plumbing companies 15,000 bucks a year per female to hire them. They can't really as a kickback. Good, great. But the complaint I'm hearing on site is uh, they can't, a lot of them can't carry the tubs up the stairs. They can't uh, help the, the other guy that they're on the house with. So they're having other issues with that. So they'll send two guys to a site where there's big stuff and then send the women to the more light-duty sites where they don't really have heavy rough-ins or anything like it, that. Yeah. But no, they're, they're kicking back because nobody was hiring the women for that reason.
0: Well, that's the one bone that I do have with the government is that they'll look at um, the smallest minority. Yeah to attract to get into trades when my mindset is Why can't that be everyone? Yeah. Why not look yeah, at the majority yeah. that actually wants to get in? And when I talk about that, immigrants coming into the country or other people that are in this in, in this country that actually want to and incentivize them to get into the industry. And
3: in a lot of cases you're talking about engineers, architects that are coming in that are school trained and want to do the right. They're but prime yeah. boys, they yeah. won't
1: accept some of their Certification, I'm not saying saying, stuff like you need to go. I agree, dude. Are you kidding me? These they'd be perfect fit, they'll they'll learn in 30 days. Yes, you know, just let them get in the work with you and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, crazy,
0: crazy. We're not politicians, (laughs) and I've always said that if you're a contractor, you can't be a politician, if you're a politician, you can't be a contractor. There's I've never seen anybody cross that line, that bridge. And as much as you can say that, there's ministers out there that oh, I came from the construction, you know, you didn't. You drove by one. That's what you did. <laughs> you didn't come from it. You know, like owning a family-owned home hardware is not construction. It's it's yeah. retail. Yeah. If you want to yeah. open up a Lululemon, by all means, go ahead and do it, and you'll manage it really well. It's great. But I, just, I, I keep falling back to that we can't depend on them to help us. I think we have to help each other, depend on each other, and watch each other's backs, and to grow the industry. It's the only way. I mean, we can keep arguing about... 200,000 left this industry this year, 40,000 replaced. Where's the 160? Wow.
1: And how well, many more new projects do they want built? It's not going to
0: happen. I, I, That's the thing about yeah. it. So If it's they scary. don't do
4: something soon, there's, there's a lot of pain coming. There's a huge amount there's of, lot of pain so coming. So, what does it just yeah.
0: mean? It's, it's going to mean that our price point is higher, yep. which means that you can't find clients that can afford it, yep. which means they won't buy it. So, then there's going to be fewer of us producing it. And that'll just keep on going until, I guess, the next spell, right? Because there's, there's cycles it's here. It's
1: a bad cycle, yeah. Yeah, it's a long one.
0: How do you guys look at advancing your business, whether it's during good times or bad times? Like, in construction, we're all about, listen, it's easy. You, you built that first kitchen. It was Shaker. Now uh, You're, like, building your 100th kitchen, and you want to actually do something really interesting, right? Where I saw hand, hand-stitched leather recently, and I was like, oh, that's beautiful. That, that sounds nice. nice. On cabinetry door faces. I yeah. think it was Sweden or somewhere. I was like... I'm i mean <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how do you advance your business how do you look at your business and going okay we've got a nice shop we've got a nice brand it's working we need to pump it up a little bit how do you guys look at moving
5: We're talking the business? to different people that's okay. all that's all we do is we we reach out to different manufacturers and different uh Different companies that do different work, different designers, and uh, we go to shows, we go to trade shows, we, uh, home shows everywhere. Not just the ones in Toronto. Now I've been going to the ones across the states, and you get to see what people are doing differently. I saw a kitchen that was all it was all stucco, and then every cabinet gets stuccoed and then sanded and then finished, and it, it looks like concrete. The whole kitchen looks like concrete. Wow. Amazing, that's really cool. And I'm like, I never would have thought of that.
3: I do have a point. Yeah. So I, I attend European shows. Yeah. Like your next, uh, please go to a European show. Right and my and I actually saw one of those kitchens live in use and
5: my anywhere vi- specifically or uh, like
3: I will Italy go so or? so for example this is the the big it's, when it comes to kitchens you got to go to Italy Italy that's the biggest um, kitchen show in my opinion right uh, that there is but um my biggest complaint with that one specifically not to derail but it's yeah. a, it's hard to clean grease off of it sure right so yeah, it's, it's like it looks beautiful but <laughs> it's like is this being used do those people, cook, do those people cook though yeah. that's like a three
5: hundred thousand yeah. dollar <laughs> kitchen <Like> learn learn <laughs> how to cook right? just yeah, look like just <laughs> look <laughs> <laughs> it's like No like no you,
3: got, you <laughs> got a two-foot
0: walk and you're just letting it splash uh, yeah it. but yeah. you know it,
3: it, yeah. to Phil's to, to point i mean it, it's true i and i think that a lot of times, a lot of our changes happen organically. For example, um, in my mind, I was always going to be a residential contractor. But I would have clients say, hey, well, can you do a clinic for us? Can you do this? And all of a sudden, boom, I'm into commercial. And then next thing you know, it's like, hey, well, I need you to come into this project to give us your advice on blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, boom, I'm a consultant. Yeah. So a lot of times, it's be, my thing is opportunity is always out there you got to have your ears close to the ground so you can actually be open to when it's actually around. It's not that the opportunities aren't around. It's that most people aren't ready to listen to them when they do approach. So right. uh, I think it's having an open ear so, and to be ready yeah. for the opportunities do present themselves. So like, I'm pretty sure that that's how the Florida thing happened you, for you.
5: You hit the nail on the head. Whenever people yeah. are trying to pitch something and you're just too focused on other yeah. things, you're not absorbing it. Then yeah. when it comes later, it's like... What Like I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what other industries are you guys looking at that are contributing to your industry? Because I'm I've always been of the mind I pay attention to everything. Like I for me. I look at other things. Yeah, for
3: me it's tech. Why tech? Tech, okay. Because the construct we all we all spend like for crying out loud, we're talking about the connect team, we're talking about all these apps, we're talking about all these everything. There's all these things out there that are helping us make our jobs better, easier, more organized, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But for me, the biggest lesson there, personally, tech is all about failure. Tech is about failing fast and failing forward. And that's the one, the biggest takeaway for me. So I I personally, I I keep my hand on the pulse in the tech industry.
5: Tech's huge. I use a lot of uh, lifestyle too. So by that, I mean, how are people, living their lives. I feel like the last two years, everything's kind of went luxury. Everybody's a luxury builder. Everybody's a luxury car, luxury this, luxury that. What does it mean for building? Well, open concept, open to pools, open to building is just For me, it's just different layouts, different materials, and different type of way of living in your home. And so the lifestyle trends that we're seeing uh, in Miami are so much different than the ones here. And the ones that you see in Los Angeles and California are very close to Miami, and you try to bring that here, and it works. It works, huh? Eh? It works. Where's
0: it being influenced there? It works in the South sense American, that you don't want to
5: see appliances in a kitchen anymore, so now I'm building rooms with chef's kitchens inside regular homes that have these walk-in pantries, and wow. all you'll get in your main kitchen is just an island and a stove, and all your ovens and fridges, and, and sh- it's just different, different ways to apply wow. design nice. based on how other people live in other areas, and it's a good way that and, I've and, been able to mix. And, and
3: I think, you know, and, and that's where... I guess our or anyone's super strength really comes in is knowing <clears throat> and catering to the client. So, for example, in Phil's case, and so there, they, let's say if you take the states, I'm going to use Florida because you're talking about Florida, you're talking about Miami. Miami is all about showing your money. Yeah. It's all about showing your money. Where you got people in New York that is called hidden money, it's old money in a lot of cases. So, it's like you will never know if you're walking next to a gazillionaire or not. Mm-hmm. So, If you if you are able to and fortunate enough to let's say to work with some of these people, you are able to take and absorb their elements or things that you've seen and done, and for a fraction of the cost, like maybe you have the homeowner here in Toronto, that in their mind they have a similar kind or they have sort of an idea of where they want to head to with a design, Mm -hmm. and now you say, hey, you know what? I've done this. You know, we don't have to do it to the nines like we did in this project but we can do a version of that so now all of a sudden and, and again it's like how do we get paid for this because now you're talking about design work yeah technically
0: Uh, so it's like you're jumping your scope now
3: you are but then it's you know the way that i propose is uh when when i initially go into the project it's like there's a lot of value add here and my value add is that you know i can do design build i can do design work for the interior i can do all these things so it's like yeah you can go with x and y person but i know what i'm worth so you have to understand tech
2: you have to understand lifestyle
3: you have
5: to be able to implement everything and and just be well-rounded again yeah
0: um i'm sure you guys yeah. are all getting to the point where your clients are now starting to become younger than you
1: yes like them that's them a little realization 30s and 40s and yes. some that are very yeah. well off they have great jobs great career there's a lot of family money still yeah you know and don't 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 kid yourself some of these ig contractors we see out there have money behind them yeah because of you know their family and it's different than where we're you know boots to the ground and you know struggling to you know keep afloat or maintain profits on jobs and if one goes south it affects everything else so it plays different for me it's uh, again yeah looking at tech i'm still a sponge like i said i'm still learning you know technology and some of these things that customers are showing me. i'm like okay that's pretty cool i'm like i gotta get on that because they're got their ipad out and they're flipping through designs and stuff more advanced than i am on some systems which is great so we've already connected that I, i'll use a system they've got some stuff so that's a nice merge of our relationships, and then there's other clients that are just clueless. They can barely get an email, um, but you, so you can't be too technically advanced with them. That's just for your in-house stuff, and uh, you keep pushing forward that. So for me, it's it's definitely growing in the tech side. i will educating myself more. I'm looking to just tighten it up a little bit more myself. I want to just you know get to the roof and leave. You know, I don't want to worry about paint. Uh, I, I want to start excluding some of these things in my contracts, like final paint. Yeah, you know, and just
4: that's when we thought we I, considered doing too. I, I, Hire and, your own and, painter, and,
1: and I've done it. A couple yeah. of smaller jobs, no problem. We'll take care of a kitchen, a basic renovation, whatever else we can do it in house. But I would rather have that hired out and introduce the person, and then we're off site, and I'm out. Yeah, I'm a few getting guys paid. You guys know we, that do that, and they're on yeah. that, and it, it's it's a little easier. Um, We've taken a complete
4: so. beating on on paint deficiencies oh. alone, not being able to get out of that house has cost thousands of dollars bringing the guy back in. Okay, bring the, put in the kitchen cap. We scratch it. Ah, now we got to patch it. Now we got to paint it. Because yeah. they want to pay
5: three us. bucks a square foot, but then they'll go to the little drip right. on the wall.
1: The little tiny drip yeah. on the wall. And yeah. then when you sand that, well, then now you got to paint the whole wall again. You didn't yeah. pay you, for you the guy
5: to sand the whole house. Oh, that t- wall's orange, peel. Oh, yeah. That's original. That's original. Yes. For, for those... Yeah. Of, and it's how you
3: documented <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the whole I too. was just about to say that. For it, those exactly of you that it. are listening, yeah. for those of you that are listening, yeah. if that is the way... For those of you that are young and new, yeah. you have to document the 100%. shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, they're going to hire that cheap painter that's going to make all these mistakes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh... The GC or the yeah. builder did this. Like yeah. you know, this and, and is and why
1: we go through. and We have yeah. photographs, and yeah. we're logging in, and I can go back and to jobs five sign years off, ago. Sign off. sign off, Have yeah. you, Mike? You use company cam it. for
0: it to help you out.
4: I love company cam. I I wanted to. I, I don't know. I've heard you, about I, it. I followed it.
1: I haven't seen. I haven't used it. But we I did, did. We it. did a show. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah.
4: It's so good. All the guys have it on their phones. I can you yeah. can do uh, weekly update reports. You can yeah. send efficiency reports. You can send reports to your guys. You can send checklists. Yeah. Similar like Great. similar to Builder Trend. Yeah. Um, but we we kind of brought this in because I was like I liked it's 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 really easy
5: now uh, super easy Mike very cool you have um, you use your your software when you price things do you uh, do it as a spec and selection or do you do it as a cost plus
4: that's the one so we we didn't uh, cost plus is the only way we go now
5: okay. So do yep. do a cost plus and give them three tiers for painting. Give them tier 1, tier 2, tier 3 and have them do an open end selection. And they'll see one paint jobs 20,000, one's 30,000, one's 40,000. And in each line item you're going to have the description, the line of paint you're using and the amount of times they'll come back for deficiencies, the amount of times uh-huh. in that year so you can request these painters three times as you get cracks and deficiencies as they see them. This one five times, this one they'll come back 10 times. But they'll make that selection. It'll go in their contract. That's, I like that. That's cool. That's fantastic. That's cool. We, we did that about yeah. six months ago, and we're making money on paint again. Yeah,
1: good. Because oh. you have a painting division too. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. See, there you go. That's where right. I had my to learn. It. Talking to <laughs> my new painter. know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. But only heavy-duty homes. There How he far do you want these guys that's to go? Yeah, right. I know they're, they're, they're this really close cool to the drywall. They'll yeah. see
5: everything. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. can do everything. we got to pay for everything.
4: You can go level five if you want. Like, yeah, Let's take it to the moon if you want.
1: That's what yeah. the tapers are asking. What's yeah. my finish? I'm like, level four. So, yeah. you know, like, yeah. level five is like If you want a client who's
5: pushing you to get out of the house yeah. and they, they don't want to pay, then you're not getting tier one. Correct. You're pay are tier you, are you guys yeah. thinking that yeah. the majority that.
0: of love businesses, like, yeah. are you guys thinking the majority of businesses, GC-wise, are not advancing as fast with tech as much as our clients are? Because I get the sense that the clients are becoming so tech savvy that they want specific things in their homes. If you talk about luxury. So, they want all kinds of digital components, whether that be in the bathroom, whether that be in the kitchen, definitely into the home theater area and stuff like that. But are the builders staying on track with that tech?
5: We try. I like to think I'm up to date, but there are some clients that throw some new ones at me that I have to research first. Which it always awesome. ha- it always happens. Which yeah. Which is and, awesome.
3: You yeah. know, yeah, and to Phil's earlier yeah. point, like I, I I too spent a lot of time in the trade shows. Uh, you know, I started out with the ones coming. in Canada, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I went to the US
2: and Europe, now I just go to Europe.
3: Europe. Now I just go to Europe. Europe's the way. They're yeah.
2: advanced. They're far,
0: oh, far more advanced. But,
3: you know, and that's how again to, to the point that I made earlier. That's how you stay on the in the room. Yeah. That's how you stay on the table. But and that's not to say that there there's not gonna there's always room for like hey do you know about this actually no and I gotta go and research and I, let me get back to you let me yeah. learn about this. But yeah.
0: I don't want to bring it downer, but at some point a GC is gonna have to think about getting out of this business. And what they're going to leave behind. I wasn't just looking at you, Ty. I was no, no. At, <laughs> <laughs> at some point, I just, uh, this has always been my greatest relationship advice. It says every relationship has a beginning, has a middle, and has an end.
3: Well, there's a book about it, actually. <laughs> there, there's, uh, there's a book uh, that the title is Start With The End In Mind. Anything uh, you do in I like life that. is start with the end in mind. And like it's specifically, you know, in, in anything, and it's applicable in in any relationship, in any, you know, work setting or anything like that. And for me, you know, this is not my first career, like this is not for a lot of us, like I'm actually literally retired from a previous career. So it's nothing new. So even when I started in construction, like I kind of knew what I wanted my end to be. Um, Not in, in, in all the details, because it's such a fast changing industry that there's so many variables, but you know, if I can digress a little bit before giving um, adding to that, I think that for any young person in, that wants to get into the trades or in GC or anything construction related, have a grasp on finances, because we spend a lot of time being good on the tools, being good at our trade. Mm-hmm. That and listen, I'm I'm talking from experience. I've lost tons of money by not having my pulse on the finances of my. Yeah. My own business. What do you
0: think, sixty forty, or fifty you fifty? Your efforts being t- spent on I, I perfecting f- your business versus perfecting 60. your skill.
3: I, well, I like I, maybe fifty fifty because you know, for example, in a, Phil. I'm sorry, I'm going to use this as an example. Like you, you're talking, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, vocalize this a little bit. Phil's been in the trade for a long time, you know, in this business for about eight years. Um, during that time. He's probably seen companies go out of business. You know, he's probably seen like all kinds of, you know, mistakes are the biggest teachers in life, yeah. honestly. So it sounds like, I'm speaking on your behalf, I could be completely wrong. It sounds like he spent a lot of time on the finances. Mm. And if you dedicate that time on the finances, and I think it sets you up better for the end. Again, starting with the end in mind. So focus a lot. I said, okay, listen, I need to perfect my trade, obviously. And you need to spend a lot of time on that. But while I'm doing that, either a and it's not always as easy because i've done this too it's not always as easy as i'm going to hire someone that's really good at numbers no that is the one part of your business that yes you can hire to do certain parts of it but if you You don't know know what's going on in your business financially you are in a world of hurt Mm -hmm. so guys get
0: too busy with their jobs they think they're making a lot of money but they're not absolutely well
3: there's a lot of things that get um Forsaken, Like there's a lot of overhead. There's a lot of uh, expenses that aren't always taken into consideration when you're looking at the, the, yeah. the dollar value.
5: You can't believe
3: on, it on once you add it up. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. So having a pulse on your finances yeah. is the best way to set you up for the end, for sure.
5: We do our budgets quarterly for that reason now. We're always re-looking, okay, we hired somebody new. There's two trucks. What is this doing to our monthly? And you have to stay on top of that. And then thinking of your end game. You know, be a sponge to to real estate, be a sponge to finance, like start to learn uh, lending and everything. Start to learn other people's businesses because you're in construction. They all tie together. So if you want to know, like for me, it's, it's always going to be real estate investments and developments. I'm still young in this. I don't have a plan to retire because I want to work forever. I just love it so much. But what's to say that's not going to change in yeah. 10 years? Yeah. But eventually the plan will be real estate development. Maybe I'll own a couple of small buildings that rent out and leave something for the kids and all. You have to be able to absorb this and how things work and, and be able to manage. Maybe you want to open up a property management company because you have all this skill and knowledge and set something up for your future because the government's not going to be there to give you your pension. Nope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ty, yeah, like? the, the, you know, the joys of being self-employed is, you know, hundred uh, percent owner of my corporation. I can't collect anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can't, we can pay our guys the unemployment, but as the owners, we cannot. So, um, I, I like project management, yeah. you know, just that if I was going to like wean things right down, mm-hmm. you know, I miss California. I'd love to go to Florida. My sister's down there, but you know, I got a young one and kids, but I, I'm, I, I don't feel my age you know and, and you don't and, uh, look at either no i appreciate that no, thank you you know i appreciate that yeah. but i i really love what i do and uh you know it, it keeps me going and i look for new opportunities i need to attend more shows because definitely yep. Yep. that was always something that uh, i was able to network with and and meet more people and just you know your eyes and ears are open um so so getting more involved in that and keep moving forward but definitely just project management would be would be a good thing for me you know if i was going to wean 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 it down and close the doors and no more employees and just, you know, go manage one or two nice jobs a year. And I'd be satisfied with that. Nice. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going Phil's in the Bahamas, red. by the way, you know where? <laughs> I'm going,
2: I'm
4: going to Phil's red. I, I think uh, real estate, you know, maybe own a building or you can lease out to a bunch of people. Um, we're actually like right now we're currently building our own custom home in Burlington. Sweet. Uh, we're almost done. I'd love to, I'm going to have you guys buy Manny for sure. I'd love to take a look. Um,
0: Are you making all those same mistakes that clients make? No, no, that's, that's <laughs>
4: the nice thing. And, and we've actually stolen a lot of like cool design ideas from a lot of these clients, which
0: so we didn't have to pay much for designers. Good, <laughs> We just stole them, right? So, uh, but I, I, I think for me, Using digital platforms in our industry is becoming more common, especially among the young folks, because it improves efficiency, prevents mistakes and overall makes our lives as contractors easier. This is why we partnered with Connect Team, a platform built to manage, train and communicate with your team. Connect Team's desktop version gives managers a live overview of the business to track work hours, create schedules, make sure the business meets compliance and so much more. Employees just download the app to their mobile to clock in and out, share safety reports, and get updates all in one place, ensuring they've got what they need to perform at their best. Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes. The end goal would be to just
4: do this for myself. I I just want to do these custom Mind homes, find the sell love. them. Uh, yeah, because like we talked about this before, man, because you know, we talked about a couple of things that were... Kind of going wrong um, with some clients, and I said, like, I'm like under stress, but I'm so happy when I'm working on my place. Like everything is coming at me hard, but like when I'm there, I'm so happy. Yeah. So it's telling me something. It's telling me that I'm in the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I just got to do it for. I got to do it for me. And I think you know that's we're we're kind of going in the right direction. Um, once we get this place done, maybe thinking about selling it and maybe doing another one, maybe doing two next year, you know, and, and going back to like, you know, understanding other people's businesses is like, if you're going to get into this, it's like, well, we got to get some investors. We got to, so we've ventured down a bunch of roads and I think that's kind of where we want to take Integra Bell, um, and, and, and say, okay, what, what, what am I going to do after? I'm hoping my kids, cause I'm fourth generation carpenter. I'm hoping my cool. boys Congrats. become fifth cool. yeah. and take over. You know the the real estate uh, conglomerate. Let's, nice. let, let's say that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Happened.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a way to do it. So my, you know, our plan is passive income. Obviously, um, you know, like I said, I'm already technically retired, so there's pensions that are already in place for me. Um, but establishing more of the passive um, income on our side, you know, to Phil's point, is, is all about you know. Um, development so having um, a condo building houses and whatever else comes our way Uh, but that's sort of like a rough plan because again everything changes so rapidly yeah you know that's that's sort of like the the the, i would say the blurred out vision that that i have for myself you know and as time approaches is about fine-tuning it so to the pm side mine is consulting because there's no overhead there's no liability there's no anything Mm. so it's just uh less headaches you should look into that yeah especially (laughs) with your with your wealth of experience
1: honestly and some of the work that i have done to understand like how are we broadening up i've done some consulting you know and just gone in and done little things and you know done it this is beautiful i got paid this is awesome like it works so that could be another vehicle yeah Yeah, for for sure. sure thank you i i do want
0: to bring up that um it's, it's interesting that all you guys are, are saying things about a future and retirement that are not necessarily being fed by the day-to-day running of a construction business as a GC. It's that that money is a sustainable money for the year after year, but it, and a portion of it is being contributed to a retirement. But you guys are, and smartly, looking at other ways of finding sources of money to build a future that you guys can retire from, Right. Because the truth is, and I wonder if this is a negative towards the younger gener- generation trying to get into the industry, where the average GC in Ontario is 65K a year. Mm-hmm. So it's less than the top three trades that are out there. HVAC is like tickling 100, plumbing is the same thing, and electrical is the same thing. Once you get your licensing, you get to a certain level, four or five years you're into the game, you're tackling you know 100,000 easily. But a GC doesn't tackle 100,000, right? Mm-hmm. So are they looking at those numbers and going, sure, I'm an 18 year old kid and I can come out of the gate five years, I could be making three times more than what my friends that are doing a different career option out there is making, but you're making that still the same amount for the next 10 years. So that's good for you at the beginning for your first 10 years of your career life, your working life, but that's not sustainable into your 30s and 40s and definitely not to your 50s. So you have to look at other sources of passive income to come in to sustain things, whether you get lucky in stocks, mutuals, crypto whatever it is right is that hurting people from coming into the industry that we have a passion for everything but we also should have an equally passionate outlook on the financial stream that's associated with our skill set
3: I, I think it's twofold i mean very rarely. that's very long question yeah no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> and, and, and i think it's a, it's a fair question you know very rarely would you see a gc full of life that's super happy <laughs> you know, I, I'm being honest. No, I'm being true. honest. Like it's we're true. usually like losing all our hair. Like Phil, like I felt like I, I, I'm a little bit envious actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like because of stress and everything else. And, you know, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. So I don't know if, if we start at we as individuals, are we deterring the generation that comes before us? Because, you know, we're not the brightest suns, you know, rays of sunshine half of the time because yeah. we're dealing with a lot of times what feels like the weight of the world on our shoulders on top of any personal dealings that we may we're have beaten going on. down quite now, a absolutely, bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. then, you know, when you think about that, the, the majority of thing that, that comes out of our mouths, mine included is we're losing so much money on this job or yeah. such and such yeah. person hasn't paid us. Yeah. So it's like, let's say you are the laborer on a site listening to this the last thing they want to do is be a GC. They're like, you know what? Like the plumber, the electrician and the HVAC guy, like yeah. they are just happy as clams. Like work thinking away and pulling this and taking doing the that. weekend off.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> no. not answering
3: calls at <laughs> night, unless it's an emergency, which they're, they're yeah. getting yeah. paid up the yin yang for because it's an emergency service. And
2: then go those so, guys yeah. think we're making the most. Yeah. Right. So right.
3: When, when they right. think about, when they think about who's making the most money, it's only logical in my opinion, like if I didn't know better, if I was fresh and just looking at the scenario right now, that's sort of what I'd be looking at. Unless you're looking at there's this meme that's going on online. It's like, why are GCs charging so much quote unquote? And it's a yacht parked somewhere in like Cayman islands. And the name of the yacht is called change order. (laughs) I kid you not. I kid you not. So it's like, you know, so it's like what message are we ourselves as individuals kind of putting out there for the generation that's coming. It's not a great one. I I have hoped that the younger generation
0: has a better, just like how you're doing it, Phil, a lot of kudos towards you, is that they have a better grasp of handling the problems before they happen. So they avoid all of the pitfalls that we are diving headfirst into.
3: They got to be open to it. And again, you know, I still divert back to my point of the finances. Like, you know, the trades is great. Like, you know, working with your hands is great. Like seeing something built from the ground up is great. But have a sense of the finances. You know, and I think that if there's anything that we can take away, the, the trades are great. Being a GC is great. I just want to, you know, really emphasize that, but have a big grasp on your finances, yeah. for sure. And
5: yeah. the, the possibilities are ent- are uh, endless. You can turn up the volume on anything you do in life. If, if they say the average contractor is making 65, but no more than 100, you can call bullshit on anything. But how much are you willing to put into it? Mm -hmm. Uh, if if you're willing to work your ass off, and and what we've done is, uh, you know, we've expanded almost to a development standpoint, but on on renovations, you can do it, but it's not sustainable, which is why it's important to focus on an exit plan or understand finances and have other things in a role because you're going to burn out. Everything I've done in the last eight years probably shaved 25 off the top end. Mm. You know, and that's the cold hard truth.
3: It is a a truth.
0: I'm trying to remember if it was... I'm not the smart guy in the room, but I always bring all the smart guys in the room. Right. So I'm trying to remember who was that actually said this, where there was a a company that was doing some sort of a, a minor profit sharing. So when it came to the job, depending on what the profit was attached to at the end of the scope of the work. And we the used job. to
1: do that with lead carpenter concepts. something that give yeah. them 3%. So then it, it kind so of they, at the helps. job, held them responsible. The guy on the site, the lead carpenter, cause it was never project. manager. so the lead carpenter would run the job. And we said, if we're maintaining profit, we're going to give you a chunk of that at the end of the job. You think that would work? Right. Like I, if you, I, it I, probably it's probably a bad still idea. Idea. It's not, it, not bad. It, but you got to maintain your profit, right. You got to so,
0: maintain the profit because I look at it like, I think these younger guys are understanding how we older guys didn't do it where you had your profit margin, what you did was you took out whatever you were going to take out for your profit and then you allocated some to marketing dollars and then the rest was to advance the business and then you took your, hopefully you took your paycheck. In the yeah. first lean years, you probably didn't take a paycheck, right? But if you were to take that profit margin and whatever, for argument's sake, 3% of it was shared amongst the team that built the project then they got a little bonus check, so to speak. A little skin in the game, too. A little skin in the yeah. game. So I like then that. It, And then you take yep. the next job and you do the exact same thing. Yep. Guys, the more efficient we become, the, the more the, money we'll make. We'll I make, love it. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I take that from other industries where you start yeah. hearing about certain industries that started doing that. Certain big tech-based companies started doing that where That's they are profit, yeah. profit sharing. Profit like, yeah. 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 sharing. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon just did that recently with the Michael Jordan yeah. movie, Air where everybody that worked on the film got a percentage of the profits.
2: Oh, right. wow. Every okay. single
0: person, right? Wow. Which is an
5: interesting That's a very formula. interesting concept, yeah. It I, made
1: them work harder or they
5: had a vested need every, interest you in it. You, yeah. you need everyone yeah. on board. Everybody, everybody would have to, if, to be on board. You, if
3: you, if, you know, and, and I guess is more the way that Phil kind of operates where it's like if you're having outside trades that affect you and your team, then, you know, you may not necessarily hit those milestones that you would like to hit, even though everyone's busting their... You're only as good as your weakest
5: link. that's to say,
3: but it it is a great concept, and, you know...
0: But are we not all building our team? Like, Phil, you're constantly looking at your circle. Same attire, Mike, everybody, you guys are looking at... It's, it's no different than a pro team. That's a never-ending thing. Like yeah. You guys are bringing specific players into this crew that's going to have specific tasks that are the best ones for the game. It's not about finding three quotes. It's about finding the right player, the right person. So if you're already building your team, I think everybody has it. Like I joked on one show recently where I think it was Gary from Ayers. He was like, we're going up to the cottage. We rented a cottage. It's two families of ours that we rented a cottage. We're paying X amount. He told me the number. I was like, what? At that rate, you can build the cottage yourself. <laughs> and then we started joking, saying, Why can't we get a group of us to build our own cottage and we all timeshare it? Mm-hmm. There you go. And I'm like, Take that idea. You yeah, know with what cottage is <laughs> right <rent> for <laughs> up on our on That's our what land. I'm saying. Well, who's but as a be the project person, manager, <laughs> you could build it. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't you build it at that point? Yeah. And you get the right teams? Like, are we not more efficient and, and we, would be a, we would be that happy go lucky GC where we're all smiling? Why the hell are you smiling? Because we're building our cottage course together yeah. as a
3: team i'll give you an example it's funny that you mentioned cottage so uh, i'll give you numbers i'll give you numbers um there was a brand new cottage built next to us uh in our row. um it's recently sold for 3.5 that cottage it was uh when it was rented it was renting it for 30 grand a week a week a week a week, a week. Yeah. and that's not uh, unnatural i you know it goes up from there <laughs>
2: one of the things range, yeah. one of the things that we, like we
3: started talking about because um, there's some property that is up for sale, uh, It's a bare land. And, and this is and I'm planning this seed more for so that people can start seeing the collaborative uh, approach. The to collaborative this. is key. So we're looking at this piece of property that is three lots that are pretty much empty right now. and our neighbors got together and we said, you know why don't we form a corporation? We buy it. We buy it. Everyone, everyone puts their skin uh, in the game. And that therefore, once we buy it, we can then build it moderately so that we don't get like some Bay Street guy building a monster. Yeah. So we control sort of like what happens. And then whether we rent it ourselves or whether, you know, some of us is in, are in a better financial situation to buy it from the rest of the conglomerate, they're open to that. But we control sort of who comes in who doesn't and what gets built there and the design
4: and, 15k and, and, a week you could get on some of those cottages well and, and, I mean, and,
3: and i think and i think that you know if if we looked at a broader perspective of how can we work more collaboratively together together because we're all really good at our hands it's like you know it's like, okay let's you know i'll buy this phil you finance it uh mike you frame goes left at the door yes, I, yeah. no and, seriously and, and
0: then I'm, I'm like it's not a bad idea yeah. and it's just like i've done 400 plus shows i've met 400 plus amazing people yeah. that have all these skills and also i've, I've heard negative positive all yeah. kinds of stories and i keep thinking why are we not using our skills for ourselves like going back to yeah. your point mike yeah. there is like we are and trust me when i've i built this, the simplest thing. I was at Drycore one day, saw a bunch of pallets. Can I take that? And then I'm Portuguese and you're, you're Italian, so it's like tomatoes, man. <laughs> I, I made tomato crates. I remember the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, and and I, I, I beat up Ooh. all my Freud bits and all the guns because I was like, I'm not going to take the time to take the nails out. And it's was like, yeah. ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 right? Yeah. But then I did it and everyone's like, where'd you buy those? I was like, buy them. They were made. <laughs> but why are we not making things for ourselves and building our future? time? I yeah. think it's yeah. time and lack yeah. of focus. In, and and I, I, of don't, focus. I don't, I don't want to say lack time as, the, as yeah. the
3: ultimate enemy, but it's more, again, starting with the end in mind, knowing that our hands aren't going to be as flexible as they always were. Our energy is not going to be the same Speak as... Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm being honest. Listen, my, I shot. Know, my I body shot. I know. I have I the know. body of an 80-year-old. My needs, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm very honest about <laughs> yeah. that. And it's more, you know, we, we get overwhelmed with the day-to-day because we do go through a lot. And it's like we have a hard time sometimes seeing past what's directly in front of us, which yep. is like I have this yep. massive problem. I have this huge debt because X, Y, and Z client do not want to pay me or they're delayed or whatever the case may be. Or there was a mistake that we got to go back and correct, and we're losing money.
1: Underquoted, whatever. Yeah, it might or be. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. 100%. Because you know it happens, yeah. but it's more the point that we tend to get so overwhelmed with what's in front of us that we fail to see what's ahead.
1: How do you build a business,
0: though? Ahead. How do you build a business, though? You actually sit down and you figure out what is wrong with
1: it, what mm-hmm. is right with it, and yep. make the corrections, and implement systems, implement something, even if it's the smallest thing to begin with, is just invoicing you know keeping it really really tight as, as as best the new guys can and hiring a good bookkeeper and accountant because you can't and I've been one advocating for years and years I used to do it all the time. I remember back in the early days I'd get the payroll book out and I'd have to go to he was 7 hundred and twenty six dollars and fifty seven cents this is what I had to the all the CPP, carbon all the, and it was in this booklet I had a ruler there oh, in, my, yeah. in my sister's old bedroom when she moved out when I was working from home a pink bedroom and you know d- doing it line by line and doing the payroll checks and all that and it's exhausting so if you can just you know get a grip of it I'm still learning I'm still doing more. Um, I, I finally got a great accountant and a bookkeeper she's been amazing. Get but that me, goes, to back get me to goes back to the systems. It goes back to tech. That goes back to all kinds of things. And, and going back to the question too about clients that are more advanced, yeah, there's definitely a lot more that are, that are out there now that are more advanced. So we should be too. As best we can. And if not, ask good questions. You know, find the you answers. Ask you ask know? And you as, can't as, be afraid as to tell them To your them point, that,
0: Will, right. about how yeah. it's time and there's so much and we're being bombarded with all kinds of stuff. But I'm not saying to ignore what's going on. I think if anything, answer the phone and face it like we all know that the 100 percent reason why people stress is they avoid the inevitable you have to face it so if your client is screwing your well face it 100 percent. if you want to collaborate with a, a team of reach out to all of them and dm like how did i start this round table how did i start yeah. the, like will you're at the beginning yep we started with one show it's just like you grow it. So you it's you gotta focus and plan it and get it out there. But I definitely think that you could have a group of trades that all work in Burlington and Hamilton and Toronto. Everybody that's listening in the States all over the world don't know what we're talking about, but Canada, right? And, and you can do the same thing because we've got lots of listeners all over Europe. we got lots of, like, everybody's listening. You can do that and pool your resources together.
2: Absolutely. And now you're
0: building together and you're helping each other. And what if we actually built our own places that we could timeshare for ourselves? We're happy about it. And what if we look at it and go, you know what? Let's sell it to one of our clients. And yeah. do it all over it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. take, run these ideas. I'm just saying, is it going to work? Why wouldn't it
2: work? Oh, that's neat. Good, Mike, good Mike's angle. taking some notes. You
1: know, when Phil did this thing about community, you know, he threw a barbecue last week, I t- yeah. and I link. missed there's, it. I've seen, I've I've seen I've other contractors do, do the, to the same thing, thing. and uh, it's it's important for us. You know, we're not we're not alone. Don't be afraid to make the phone call. Goes back to mental health too. You know, we carry we carry the weight on our shoulders. And there's so much that goes on and I'm responsible for 10, 15 people, 20, 30 people, 10, 15 people, half a dozen people and their families. And, you know, to keep that smile on the face when we just get kicked in the in the nuts, you know, you have to maintain that because you don't want that negative energy. So you got to hold that high horse. You got to be up there and, and and be the one. But you know, inside we could be mentally collapsing and you know draining. So, a yep. community is really important. That was a good event you put on. It's just nice to see a bunch of guys getting together. That's and that's all it was. Females about, there in the whole bit. It's great. It's community.
5: They, I feel like the whole industry has been kind of hostile. Like there's so many haters on on other contractors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People hate us. Yeah. I don't even know who the hell they yeah. are. <laughs> are you in my queue? What's yeah. going on here, Funny. man? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, true. Come to the barbecue. I don't know. Yeah do like what i don't
0: people i guess people just don't like that you're doing what they wish they can do but you know
3: what it's more like to me and and again my background wasn't in construction like i'll look at a guy like Phil, and dude honestly like i don't know you from on the wall but i'm i I mean this from the heart like i am so happy for you thank you i am so like i I see things like that like to see someone's dream coming a reality to me is the best thing in the world it's the best thing in the world. It's like, why wouldn't I be happy for you? Yeah, yeah. Or, so you know, true. Ty, like, so you know, true. you talk about yeah. all the things you did in the States and everything like that. Yeah. You know,
5: likewise. I'm a little bit jealous, you know, right? <laughs> like, oh, I'm super techie and I've got this. Yeah. I'm like, you know,
3: awesome. You know, and I, and I'm, I, I got nothing but admiration, Yeah, you likewise. know, and I and nothing yeah. but happiness for be. everything yeah. that's going on. Yeah. So. Very true. Do you yeah, think that's, it's that's like a great comment. with
0: each generation of contractors that are coming up the ranks, there is less of an outlook on competition versus community, or is it the other way around? I get the sense that back in the day, there was quite a bit of competition going on, but I don't think it's as much as it is
5: today, or is it? Is it reverting? I, th- I thought it was worse, to be honest. Worse, eh? Worse now. It's interesting. So, But I haven't been around back I, I, in the day, I, I, so I, it's hard for me to same, say. Same here,
3: like, and maybe you guys can attest better, but here's what happens. Now you have Keyboard Warriors yeah yes. so it's like you know yeah, you're yes. doing your social thing you're trying to put your presence out there and everyone's you know it's like mike tyson said everyone's got a plan until they get their mouth punched out yeah exactly so it's like it's more to the point that now it, because there's that filter of social media even if you're you know a guy that got bullied on or a person that got bullied on you know growing up it's like now all of a sudden they're emboldened because there's there's more discretion right through outline you know online venues and whatever have you so there's a lot more um uh, i'll say um jealousy yeah if that kind of makes sense yeah. no yeah. it it is portrayed in a, in, a, in a negative connotation but you know if my exhortation to anyone listening is keep do if if it's working for you keep doing it because if you're only reaching that yeah. one person if you're doing what works for you and your family you're doing the right thing it
2: you and, just, and, and you if just, you
5: find yourself hating on somebody for what they're doing or how they're building their business stop yourself right there and maybe agreed, ask them just pivot agreed, ask them can we meet agreed. I want to learn more agreed, instead agreed. of the attitude being oh fuck this agreed. guy it's healthy
4: do? healthy competition is fine it is. yes yeah. like it, like I, just, I want to learn from, from each other with 100%. you guys
5: I want to like yeah. the question should always be what did I yeah. do wrong to not get that job that's right yeah Yeah.
4: yeah. and then um, yeah likewise yeah, the, yeah, but the negative competition like that stuff there's no there's no use for
0: it no you're not, you're not going anywhere. I just learned how to block. That's all yeah. I do. It's <laughs> yeah. simple Yeah. And like sometimes even, you even have to. Even until the last yeah. time that you were on the show and you were talking, and you were talking rightfully about uh, what time is the start day. Right. And how you should show up at a certain time. And there was a couple of idiots that left comments saying, well, yeah. You want me to show up and work for free? Yeah. Block. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stupid. I'm not uh, going to have the conversation. I don't no. care for you know, it. And, and setting up
1: you I know, our, our projects, you know, as a general contractor and you're holding the line and telling the clients, what are your work hours? We're Monday to Friday from eight till four, 30 or whatever it might be. Weekends would be extra and only if they're necessary. And once you set up, then establishment, Yeah. The door is open for the trades. Yeah. Like if, you, if, if my site guy is opening the door, they will be there at seven o'clock, like we said, or whatever the time is arranged to open the house for the client or for the team to work whether there are subs or in-house people, and that's when they're supposed to yeah. be there.
5: No questions asked. Well, look at a single workday, okay? I'll break it down. But you, you would either load your material the night before, so that you can get to the site for six thirty or seven, tools rolling at seven or eight, depending on what your restrictions are for the community that you're working in. Yep. And then work until four or five o'clock, put in a solid day. You're not off those tools for that 8, 8, 9, 10 hours, whatever you want to do. Now it's okay, well, let's show up to the shop at eight. Let's have a coffee. Let's go to the supplier. We'll pick up what we got to pick up. Now you're rolling into the site at 10.30. Your tools are set up and your saws are going at 11. And you want to leave at 4 to beat traffic. Now it's taking you yep. two fucking days to what you could have yes. did in one. Yes. You know? Shit. Yeah. yes. You're, you're ruining my timeline and my deadlines on my job site. And you're cutting your, your yearly salary in half. Because you could have taken on 10 more projects that That's year.
1: True. Yep. And it's also guiding them, the new ones that are coming, like, buy your stuff the night before. Yeah. So I'll ask my guys yeah. on, a little right, on, on a little sheet or at the end of their daily logs, what do you need for tomorrow? So it could be set up. And if they need to go, they go to the shop, they'll grab what we have in inventory, and then they'll have to decide. Yeah. So they're earlier, so they can still be there. But then the
5: mentality is what Manny just said is, well, you expect me to be there for free. What free? Yeah. You're working efficiently. Yes.
1: And that's,
3: you know, and that's you're beating traffic. You're not stuck on the highway for an hour. That's my biggest preaching point is take the extra 10, half hour, whatever it is, the day of, like, stay a little bit longer, like, to your benefit, so you can plan for the next day plan for the next day get the things that you need half the things that, that you need that next day is going to be shorter because absolutely. of absolutely yeah. yeah. that's a absolutely. fact absolutely absolutely and it's everyone's point you beat traffic yep. you know like you work more efficiently happier stress free yeah. this is why
1: i like commercial jobs too as you guys yes. know we can, yeah. we can start at 6 yeah. yeah yeah you know some of the some of the building rules you know yeah. there's one project we did the uh, down in queens key they could only do demolition between 7am and 9 Two yeah. hours? Yeah. Two hours of demo. It went on for like three months. We, D- we, D- 70 yeah. guys in there with jackhammers. What, what g- was g- g- the g- 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 reason yeah. why not? Residential. Residential. Right. We did, we did it, one like that, yeah. Manny, where it's
3: like, so first of all, we needed, we needed a week's notice. And yeah. it could only be done anytime after 7 p.m. Yeah. So in, in a lot of cases, there were instances that I would have to pull my guys... 7 p.m. on a weekend I, because I'm those were the only times that yeah. were
0: allowed. I'm so and, you're glad. and you're
1: renegotiating with your yeah. team. And yeah. I the guys, we get a nighttime yeah. job. And I'm
0: so glad that Toronto just yeah. wants to get rid of all the roads and just oh, make so. it all the utopia of greenery. And like, <laughs> who's going to maintain the infrastructure that's going to fall apart? Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, wanna, we're all going to have states. electric cars, it's and we're all going to like states. it.
0: Ah, <laughs> I want to ask you guys, what would the what the generators be, in the background? The one thing that you guys would change differently that you did on your first big job, that you would do it differently, knowing that you have the experience today. I wish I would have had, um,
4: like, a company cam or builder trend on, like, and just taking photos of on everything, uh, videos. That that mistake there probably cost me. 20 or 30,000 on like my first really big job that I ever did was just not having that, the photos and correspondence and and just all that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be mine. Well,
3: Understanding where I was when I started, you know, I can't turn time backwards as fun (laughs) and nice as it would be. Um, The one thing that would have been feasible at the time that would have been feasible that I wish I had was more mentorship. Yeah, because there's a lot of unnecessary mistakes that we make that could have been avoided with the proper guidance. Unfortunately, um, a lot of the people surrounding me when I was starting, they weren't very keen to help anybody out. Um, I am of the mindset, however, um, not to get philosophical here, but there was this poem that I live by. I live by this poem, unknown author. I only remember the one portion that pertains to me, or that's sort of my mantra is that if I didn't make the mistakes that I've made, if I didn't hurt the people that I've hurt, I wouldn't be the person that I, I am today. So therefore, I have no regrets. Nice. So I'm of the mindset, I tend not to look back unless it's to teach somebody or unless it's to see how far I've come. But I don't I don't dwell too much on it was what's necessary the tier. milk that's been spilled. Well, away. I'm, I'm, yeah, planning, I'm the, planning
0: a bunch of new shows that, that I'm great. still trying to get on the hunt for and I'm hoping that I can get Jim on the show for the <clears> first one. A new show called in with the old that'd nice right i want inter- to nice. interview retiree guys that'd be great. i want oh, nice. i want to pick their nice. brain and just shoot That's the cool shit concept. i go yeah. what did you go through and like i'm, I'm on the hunt for iron workers I'd love to hear that like yeah. stuff yeah, like that awesome. guys that worked on the cn tower i'm on the hunt yeah. for these guys yeah. i want to hear their stories right yeah. because they went through all kinds of stuff yeah, yeah. And they learned, and I think the younger generation needs to hear these stories. Yeah, I think there's I a few right of more. them left. I'm I should sure. get I should get my old yeah. man on this. Oh, I love He'd it. be a he'd I'd be a beauty to. for this. Type yeah, of thing. totally. And with the old, yeah, I didn't come up with yeah. That, yeah. that name. A woman yeah. came up with that name, and I yeah. really there appreciate. There you go. It. That's, that's cool. Right. I love it. That's a gr- that's so good. That's so, awesome. Ty, yeah. you're, you're wow. What would you one thing change?
1: So at the beginning, for me, definitely is you know doing decks and fences when I started. It was finances. You know, I, I, my, my dad was a banker for many, many, many years. And then he was in, you know, construction and handyman and, uh, you know, he moved to California and I worked there with him as a kid in Beverly Hills and all that stuff. But it was finances. Even today I'm still, you know, struggling with some things, but at least I have a system and things are in place. Just saving too. That's the problem that I have is saving, um, is putting money away properly without dabbling it because, you know, job's lost or you're tapping into that resource now because something's carried over, payment schedules weren't met, um, and that's a hiccup. So I'm still learning. But the very beginning, for sure, guys, is systems and finances. Yeah, for sure.
0: Phil?
5: I would have worked with a lot more subs up front rather than trying to take on uh, every task. I thought that that was the only way I was going to make money is if I wasn't paying guys. So we worked. That's the mindset. that I think all of us have that. Well, you, you you can be a GC, and I entered it. Trying to be a GC, but in the beginning, a GC to me was a guy who could do everything. So we were taping and we were yes. framing and we were doing everything but plumbing and uh, electrical and HVAC. And I feel like I lost a few years doing that because I already kind of knew how to do everything. I didn't need to learn anymore about it. We just wasted a lot of time doing it, doing it wrong, taking four days to do something. I should have taken one. And uh, we didn't even make any money off of it. There's again. such an advantage yeah. for the younger generation
0: now if they actually take advantage <coughs> of all the potential that's on the table right now for them. Mm-hmm. If they actually have the nerve to contact all kinds of different trades people, and you, like you said, Will, there are gonna be a few that are gonna say, I don't wanna tell you, I don't wanna speak to you, I don't wanna teach you, all those other stuff. Yeah. But if I could take on the burden of getting them on the mic and then trying to explain to them this technology works here, like, you know, then maybe they'll listen to these stories, right? And then they have such an advantage that we never had. Like, that's just, uh, like, imagine if you had it at the beginning. I look at this show, when I do this show, 14 years ago when I got started, if I had a show like this and I was listening to it, mm-hmm. the amount of mistakes I would not have avoided. But then you can't regret yeah. it because, like to your poem, it's exactly true. I'm not the person that I am today if I didn't go through all that crap.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, we fr- we, we learn from everything we've yeah. done. And, and I'm a sponge. Like, I really am. I really absorb. I... I like to listen. I like to, this meeting has been fantastic for me. I'm absorbing tons. I forgot my notebook, but. um, You can write on the table. It's all good. (laughs) But you know, I think if we continue to do that and, and again, let the younger generations know you can't stop learning. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. um, And uh, you know, get yourself in a good room with some good people that are, that are going to teach you and, you know, be humble at some stuff yeah. and yeah. you're only going to do better.
5: What's that saying? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And you journey. know, it's like sometimes is, you know, having those lashes on your back, yeah. allow you to connect with yeah. people because us having similar, like in different, you know, aspects of our industry. And like, again, this is the first time that I've met with this group here other than you, Manny. Uh, but yet there's that kindred connection because we, We've all suffered the same lashes and, you know, one of those things experience and, you know, whatever happens to you in life are some of those things that you can't fake in life. If I look at you in your eye and <laughs> yes. I tell you, you know, I know what I that know. feels like. Yes. You know if I'm bullshitting yeah. or not yeah. because yeah. you can feel it. And that's yeah. what I mean. Like you yeah. can't, you know, unfortunately negative things will happen. But, where but that's pride, the brotherhood and that's, a sisterhood, pride, right? yeah. and
0: that's, that's yeah. being a part of this collaborative, right? Yeah. Like we get it. And that's, I always said that you can always meet somebody and within two seconds, you know what they're capable of or what yeah. they've been through. Yeah. Yeah. You just in construction, you know. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. So they can't fake it.
3: You could try. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and I guess, you know, to, to that point, Manny, you know, my, my exhortation to anyone listening out there, if anything else, I feel like for me personally, this room's been very healing in the sense that, you know, we all suffer the same hardships. For those of you that may be listening, tough times may be ahead, you know, given the state of the economy. So, you know, just know, everyone listening, you are not alone. If you're having financial problems, you're not the first and you're not going to be the last. If you messed up on a job, you're not the first. You're not going to be the last. You know, and back to, the, to everything else is wear everything with pride, but know that you are
1: not alone. That's, that's fantastic you advice, you know, and, and don't be afraid to make those calls. Yes. You know, yeah. seek, seek help. And if you have to make those difficult calls, make them. Because anything holding you back yeah. is just going to make it worse the next day. So you yeah. have to hit it head on. You got to get through those. Problems only get bigger, with, only time. bigger yeah. with time. It only gets bigger with time. That's right. Answer the phone, right? Answer the, answer phone,
0: the phone from the, phone. the clients. Answer Dude. the phone from the subs. Answer from the suppliers. Make and the and calls. vice versa too. 100%. Yeah. Right? Because I, I did notice over the COVID years that yeah. suppliers were definitely like write <laughs> the voicemail man like yeah. like i yeah. i get that you guys were making a lot of money and everything was all good yeah, and 95 all, for half all inch plywood yeah it's yeah, yeah. just <laughs> like come on like you still got to understand that we weren't doing the same kind of coins right like Correct. that that's not what was happening and then back to the point about I, I know we we've spoken not necessarily negatively about the industry and i'm not trying to deter any young person trying to get into the industry is i honestly i truly believe that they are going to build a better mousetrap and they will get into this industry like how you have coming into it and you learn from it and everybody has. I mean, coming into it and you come up with ideas and you build something better and you're more efficient, but you have to take the pain sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way that you're going to resolve how to figure out a problem.
3: And give you resiliency. Yes.
0: yes. If it's just handed to you, yeah. here it is. Here. Yeah. Like, what are you going to build? Yeah. You're not going to build anything amazing. You really need to take the pain, and then you'll build something
5: amazing from it. And that's all we are is problem solvers. Yeah,
0: that's a GC's job, yep. right? We're not making the most money. We care a lot. Yep. We believe in the industry. We want to educate. We want to teach. We want to pass it down. We want to leave a legacy. There's so many things that we want to do. Yep. The one thing that we don't want to do is screw anybody over.
1: No, oh, it's never our intention. No. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not.
0: No. Or get screwed over. Or get screwed over. I know, but... Gentlemen, I think we covered Beautiful. quite a bit. I really appreciate <laughs> your time. I know you're all busy, gentlemen, and and I know that you guys you got everyone's got their stuff going on, but I mean like it's just I love that we've done so many of these shows and and people have sat down and given me like 3 hours of their time and I haven't What number uh, is this? What show number is this one going to be? 8 round table or 9 round table? I think eight or nine, eight or tables. nine tables. Nice. Very nice. I'm older and the that's numbers awesome. just all blur, right? <laughs> so That's all blur, right? No, and I'm sure there's going to be more GC roundtables because I think, in, and I'm not dismissing all the other trades. It does, doesn't matter if the electricians think they the most important or the <laughs> drywallers or whatever. I definitely think that having a group of four GCs on the panel here and discussing this industry is far more valuable because I think that we bring a lot of all the trades to the yep. table electricians and plumbers and everybody else they all bring everybody
1: looks up to us on the job like what's the answer what's the next move what's your play yeah what are we when i when do i need to be here you know this is we're again the choreographer you know we're the orchestrator you know and uh uh, it's it's a really important role, and and there's a lot of people that can handle it. And a lot of people that can, and don't be afraid to like dive in. So I'd love Drop to bring four young yeah.
0: GCs. That'd be interesting. That'd be awesome. After they listen to this one, that'd be very interesting. And then maybe even do four older GCs. Yeah and get their
5: perspective on it right, right? Yeah. and I get think them all in here for a brawl yeah on the change order yacht on the change order yacht
0: gentlemen please please share your deets let everybody know and obviously you guys are probably welcoming anybody to reach out and, and then they can just pick your brain and if they want to come by the job site and say hello whatever uh, by all means do it so if you will, you want to just share your deets again yeah so
3: it's uh, well at ganelhomes.com is my email and gnell development is my handle on instagram I'm fairly accessible if anyone has any questions, I am an open book. Mike?
4: Yeah, it's Mike at IntegraBell Building Group, www.ibbg.ca, uh,
1: at IntegraBell. Ty? Ty Nickel from Nickel General Contracting, uh, Nickel Construction Group. Um, Ty at Built by NGC. My uh, IG handle is nickel underscore general.
5: And we're heavy at heavydutyhomes.com. Website's heavydutyhomes.com, and our Instagram is at heavydutyhomesinc. I like your email signature, right? Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> That's great. By the way, if anyone <laughs> <laughs> ever feels unsafe in the street, just
3: then next to yeah, 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 <laughs> just next to Phil. it's like the
4: bodyguard. There you go. <laughs> I wanna Four to feet thank
0: I, I wanna thank Connect team for sponsoring the show and I really appreciate their time and effort I'm putting on the show so it's all good. And I definitely wanna thank everybody and, and what you guys shared, all kinds of stuff. It's very, extremely valuable. Extremely valuable. So thank you so much. Thank Thank you, gentlemen. Great to meet y'all. Been a blast. Great to see everybody again. And you guys all meet. You guys can all exchange numbers and do the the construction (laughs) Tinder thing, man. Angelina, (laughs) we are out of here now. Thank
4: you. Thank
5: you.